Welcome to the Comic Clowns Podcast. This is Bruce War Chief Hoover, and literally from the original group, that, that, that that's it. It's, <laughs> it's just me tonight. Um, it's been uh, it's a uh, it's an incredibly strange <laughs> appearance for the evening. Uh, the problem is I don't know if the other guys can hear me really quick. They should be able to. Uh, with me tonight, I have one of the reoccurring people of Andrew Bullheimer. Ah, your local Maytag man. Exactly. Uh, I also have another recurring character for my most of my comic-involved things, which is uh, David Chetto. What's good? All right, and I also have with me Eric Collier, who is my person for which. Would, this was this one's out of the blue for me. Like for you to actually want to do this one, really strange. Usually, you're the more like the public opinion guy. I am the public opinion guy, but <laughs> I'm, I'm more than happy to lend an opinion on this one, considering. This is probably actually better because I'm more or less the newcomer to actually liking Star Wars than the rest of everybody else. So I guess I can have the newbie opinion on it. That's fine. Yeah, just talk towards the mic. Blah. <laughs> there you go. That works. And hey, then with me as well, I have It's Hobbs from twitch.tv slash It's Hobbs. Say hello, Kale. You're maybe on the phone. I don't know. Nope. I'm here. here. What is, what is up, up, everybody? What's happening? Awesome. He is here. Then I also have, with me, I have Steve Hannon, the owner of Geek Out, a camping, three-day camping extravaganza for nerdism and as much hippieism as you could think, uh, and also one of the most avid Star Wars people that I know of. Steve, you there still? I'm here. I'm here. How's, How's it going, guys? guys? What's up? freaking standing. I've been wanting to have you on here for a long time. Back on back here for a long, long time, time so. Yeah, Thanks for having me back. back. We talked Star Wars last time. We're going to talk Star Wars tonight. Uh, as I do for, for everything, I also want to say hi to Hooded Jester. He's in the Twitch chat, so I will be acknowledging his existence as this goes as well. That's our friend Tyler. He's also an avid Star Wars person, so it'll be entertaining to get his opinion on certain things as it comes along. Uh, so how's everybody doing? How's everyone's day going? Well, that's my first question. I always ask everybody, how's everything going? Yeah, yeah not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed since I saw you this morning. It's exactly. So I saw you bowling this uh, this afternoon. It was yeah. a good time. People. Most of the Comic Clowns bowling team is here. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We also sponsor a bowling team at Tinley Park, Illinois Bowling Alley, as uh, we try to do. We are we're not the greatest thing, but, but we're we, not last. We're finally. getting there. We're, but we bring there. we bring out the best in everyone else. Yes, we do. <laughs> I'm waiting for the. Waiting We're the, the good luck Chuck of bowling opponents. There'll be a 300 game this year against us. I'm just waiting for it. There was a two. There was a 290. There, there was ready. a 290, which was that bad one, enough. That one was painful. Wasn't that the guy who had like the 61 handicap and then bowled the 290? Yes. Yeah, there was another one who did that. Yeah. So it's been a really sad, 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 sad week for us. It's defeating. It's when you get beat, it feels even worse than normally getting beat this year. For some odd reason. Yeah, it's just it's bad. Like we're gonna do this though. We're doing good. Maybe uh, we beat the we're body come shop up from behind. Week, so. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Uh, lost my dog this week. That one was pretty much my biggest crushing blow. Uh, but I made myself happy. I'm sorry about I got that, man. That's, that's... Yeah, it was a painful one. But I got to immortalize him as a D and D weapon in my Thursday night campaigns, and that made me very happy. 
All right. He's an anthropomorphized broom, and that is just entertaining. I had him dressed as the cat as a pope the other day. <laughs> the pope. The yep. pope? The current pope? Uh, a pope. A pope. It was pope. a pope. Pope head. Got Popped it. out there and said, Catholics love the kids, and fired a radiant bolt of damage or something. It was great, and I had Micah dying. Because <laughs> technically his character was the only one that could hear it. And everyone else is just looking at his character going, you're fucking insane. I'm like, I know, right? This is the best <laughs> item I've ever made. It was a fun time. Uh, but how you guys doing there? Hobbs, how's everything going? Everything's all right. I'm pretty sure right now. Pretty excited to be on here. Awesome. I'm happy, I'm happy to have you. You've been a very big supporter of uh, CFF, which, you know, I cross-brand with my other company as I do all this, so. I love my downstairs. I get visitors just randomly. There's my wife. Uh, then, uh, Steve, how's everything going? Looking forward to Geek Out this year. Cannot wait again, per I'm usual. Try to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing pretty good, too, man. Uh, I'm super excited about this uh, next coming year. Got a meeting coming, meeting coming up soon to uh, kind of get everything in line, applications and, and games and vendors and all that kind of stuff in line before we release the dates. Ready to go? Ready to go? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I think every good podcast needs a dog. I think yeah, that's Darl- thing Darling now. always comes down here. Always has to be a dog that jumps in there somewhere. Like, you tell that to tell that to Joe Rogan. I'll lend him mine. Uh, another thing for Joe Rogan Murphy. Uh, that's just fine. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Another thing that we're enough to chill them out. <laughs> another thing that we're doing. Another thing that we're doing is uh, if you guys didn't know, anime magic. And there she goes. This is fantastic. This is all recorded, going on Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Everyone will see. This is fantastic. pretty much everything. That's uh, fantastic. Uh, so, uh, but um, Anime Magic, which is a convention out in Schaumburg, uh, which is ran by some people that I actually trust, uh, and they they started their own podcast, which we will be cross branding with them. It will be they'll be coming on here. CFF will be going on there. It'd be a good time to get everyone's words out. So if anyone's looking forward to that, and anybody listening and watching now, tomorrow will be our. Second edition for our D&D stream. Uh, come find us and see what kind of wacky antics I get involved this time. What can we steal? Who can we murder? Good times. But that was not the purpose of tonight. Uh, tonight, we want, uh, Disney Plus has finally launched. It's been out there for a little bit. And they have hit like the ground running with The Mandalorian. And I wanted to talk that tonight. So I have people here who have watched it. I have people who just started watching Star Wars. I have people that have been cosplaying. I have people that have been following it ever since they were young. And it, it, I have a guy in here who literally brought, uh, for charity, a paintball gun and a stormtrooper outfit. And let me start taking bets on how many times the kids could hit the stormtrooper in the nuts in the outfit. Well, Poor bastard. That's what's up. I would shoot. I would not partake in the hitting part i've had that happen before it's not but no he had the cod piece and everything it was it was great my do- my, my dog my, do- my it only does so much so my daughter was having a great time she i found out she can shoot a paintball gun because of steve over here you're welcome that was a pretty awesome event uh you also have uh, been cosplaying dapper mall which he got to meet ray parker who is it's Ray, Ray Park? Park Ray Park, excuse me, Ray Park, uh, who is the who acted as Darth Maul in the Phantom Menace, and his Dapper Maul is he runs around because he's bald. Uh, he paints his head just like Darth Maul in a suit with a sign that says Qui Gon was self defense, and he, hand, <laughs> and he handed it. it to Ray Park. And Ray Park's like, I'll take it. And it was actually he took a picture of it and posted it on his Instagram page. It's, he took it down now, but uh, he had it up for a while. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> 
That is that is my favorite thing. That's like my favorite story because I saw that come up on your feed and I thought that was great. So, the Mandalorian Flattery. follows not Boba Fett. Uh, a Mandal a Mandalorian. Uh, it's over on Disney Plus. Go get your thing. They don't sponsor us, so I can't really talk about that. So I'm gonna let Chetto do the whole breakdown for Episode One and what it's supposed to be following. I would just like to say very briefly, if the House of Mouse would like to sponsor us, I am all in for that sweet, sweet mouse money. <laughs> I, will, I, I, I will wear Mickey ears at every fucking at every Twitch stream and podcast. You will. I almost brought my goofy hat, but I left it in my other car. So. <laughs> So go ahead. What 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 is the premise of this of this series? Because by the way, I will say one thing they're doing, which is fantastic. Because screw these kids, uh, is releasing these things like weekly or biweekly. Yeah, it's fantastic to me because my daughter got to a point in a series and I'm, she's like, play the next one. And I'm like, there is no next one. And she's like, why not? I'm like, Be- because it's next week. And she goes, but why? And she had <laughs> never actually. Like they're so used to instant gratification now, yeah. That with everything being released at the same time, yeah. You can binge watch everything. It's not yeah. an album; it's a episode. It's an episode. So I had to explain to her. So I've never seen a child crushed until I went. Well, that's the end of the season. The end of the what? I'm like the, the season. Well, when's the next one? October. But eight months. But from but, now. but, yeah. but it's April. <laughs> I'm like, I know. You suffer like we suffered back I'm in like, the day. I'm like, oh my god, this is fantastic. She's like, what do we do now? We find a new show. We do the <laughs> same damn thing. Basically. <laughs> and then we cry until that next one starts. Yeah. Or invariably, you end up watching the same show over and over again. So, yeah, there is a weird echo that way. That's Steve. Uh, it's uh, just really loud on his end. Um, that takes me back to watching Dragon Ball. Oh yeah, that was the who. That made me cry. Get to an episode, and then I'm like, oh god, he's gonna go Super Saiyan, and we're back to when Raditz showed up. I'm like, I'll kill you. <laughs> I, I'm done here. <laughs> I cried a little bit on the inside when that happened. Um, my childhood finally understood what a season was. Then What's worse is the shows that go from they'll be doing like a million miles an hour, and then the screen just turns black, and then you know you'd have the the to be continued with the three you know three dot 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 you know whatever. That was the worst <laughs> part. It was like when yeah when is it happening now? Is it going to be like a double no episode? Episodes. Like you, you wait until the next week, and then there's no new episodes. It's like a rerun of the show, something else. Yeah, but you have no idea when the next one's coming. But up. Marvel started doing that because it's like they, they started at the beginning. It's like Captain America will return. What? What? When? When? Yeah. <laughs> when, when will that happen? <laughs> like ah, I see what they you did, did here. James Bond too. Like uh, yeah. 007 will return. All right, so. Go ahead, Shadow. Uh, le- uh, as the resident person on the couch today for it, I will let you go ahead. I mean, basically, like when it was announced, you know, obviously you knew it was going to be, you know, Mandalorian, of course, Bounty Hunter show. But basically, that's all you knew about it. So you get to the first episode, it straight up guns a blazing in a like a bar, a cantina, just Western type feel. Just right off the bat. So even then, like you're watching it, you knew like, okay, someone's going to hire him to go find, you know, whoever. And basically it it didn't set up for where it was going to go. Even at the end, when you saw, quote unquote, baby Yoda, after that, you're like, okay, this is interesting. But where's it going from here? Like, what's going to happen? And even and I like how each episode is like its own story for that episode. It's it's the way they've been doing things like lately in TV. It's uh, even Scrubs did it back in the day. You'd have your overarching problem for the entire season mm-hmm. with a problem that needs to be resolved that episode. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So that was the thing. I, I will say the one thing most adorable thing in the world was the finger poke. When they put out their fingers towards each other yeah. at the end there, adorable. It was adorable, but I think the best part of the first episode was probably the man getting cut in half through the, the door. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was Absolutely. The bartender staring there like, that just happened in my bar? Yeah. Which, yes, it, was which was, it wasn't necessary, necessary either. It could be um, you could have let him run away, and he actually grabbed him back when I was like, that's kind of un-Disney-like. Uh, Very much, cool. yeah. But this still feels like the most Disney Star Wars thing I've ever watched. At the end. Well, I mean, from everything out beyond that. I mean, everything beyond yeah. that point. All I could think of yeah. after watching the first episode is going back to Spaceballs and just hearing merchandising in my head <laughs> as soon as the Baby Yoda showed up. I mean, you, Absolutely. you get a little bit of the fan service with an IG droid at the end of it. I'm like, oh, oh, I remember that from Empire. And then you're like, oh, they're going to make new toys of that, maybe even collectibles. But then you're like, oh, God, all of the plushies that are going to come out but of this. The funny thing about that is they were talking about this is, well, I tried to get my cousin to come on. He would not. He, he's busy. With busy whatever, man. Whatever's yeah. going on. But the whole thing was is that they could not, in order to get toys into produ- production, it takes any between nine and eighteen months to get toys into production, and Disney didn't want didn't want anything leaked coming in, going into this this you know the show on on Disney Plus. So they said, don't make a goddamn thing until this gets gets going. So now they finally, you know, got the show going, and I guess now they're finally in production of all these tiny Yodas. Wait, right before what holiday again? Oh, Christmas? Oh, oh. you mean Yule? Is, the problem is, is it might Festivus. not be out for Christmas. For the, rest of us. for the rest of us. <laughs> it might not be out for then. It'll no, be close. It, Depending it, on it, how much we drink, you might get to hear the I'm airing sure of grievances like, later. I'm sure there's somebody that's like, I'm going to make a thousand of those right now. So Etsy's blown up. Batch, whatever first batch is coming out, those things are going for... Oh, they're going for a mint. They're going for yeah. a lot. But, uh, More expensive than Beskar. But I think it was entertaining to uh, well, Steve. I'll I'll turn to you for a quick here. Like, what what it was your first thoughts going into that first episode? Um, well, like he said before, it, you know, the intro there was amazing. The first scene was very Western, very feeling. And um, I mean, overall, the great it was great. It blew me away with the battle at the end with the IG Eleven unit. Uh, that the way he moved and the way they <laughs> fired the the blaster and everything was just really cool to see. The blue guy, kind of fish looking guy. Um, he was really cool. I think everybody liked that character too, um, as well as uh, Cool. I'm not sure I'm saying the names right, but the um, the guy that helped him um, uh, find Baby Yoda and everything like that. He was a really cool character. Oh yes, I have spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken. But like the cameos is what got me. Like, the cameos are what, what were insane to me. Like, uh, the bartender himself was not a nobody. I can't remember his name to save my life. I, uh, but I, you know him. I saw him. I was just like, you look very familiar. Um, and then there was uh, the driver we were talking about before, uh, yeah. Brian Pichon. I, can, I, I can't pronounce his last name. He's a comedian who's talked about Star Wars in, like, every bit he's ever done. And now he's in a Star Wars thing. So that makes him excited, you know? It's um, continuing on the tradition of the newer trilogy where there's a lot of big actors who play very small parts, like Daniel Craig, the Stormtrooper. Simon Pegg was in uh, one of the new ones. So. Oh, one of the big Easter eggs was the fact that the boat rider was... You've, all, you've actually seen the boat rider species one time before mm-hmm. in A New Hope, but only for one time. He was the species that ratted out uh, the droids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that was pretty Mitch. cool, 
Like they're bringing some cool things in here. I have like I didn't expect all of that. I mean, I thought I thought it was pretty cool. I was I wish Apollo Creed would have hung around a little bit longer, but apparently that's not. <sighs> you know, he's good still. He's alive. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, we have to find out. But well, no, he no, got he, shot in the chest and he pulled out. A I know he, he pulled out the. He's alive, but whether he'll pissed. be. Will he be around? Yeah. There'll be a whole. Other I'm story. assuming he got his ass like. He's training for his comeback, him. and then he's gonna. Oh, yo. I want a Russian to kill him. Can Ivan Drago come yeah. back? <laughs> well, no, it's just going to be him and the Predator doing the arm shake now because Disney owns them, too. Well, if you remember, yeah. though, with the whole thing going on, the only reason why I say he might not be back is because he was completely surrounded by other Mandalorians. So. Oh, they all took off. Boom. That was a funny thing that I said, uh, that I found out. Can so we skip ahead? No. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. That was actually, yeah, that was episode two. So uh, we did <laughs> skip ahead just a... Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Actually, that was episode three, actually. My bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Episode two was the whole picking up of baby. Yeah. Was uh, the Where's get the hell shit? off this planet, which was just, if you're a MMO player, was just a bunch of fetch quests for everything. Uh, <laughs> just find everything. I need you to go get really one of these to get this back. Yeah, it was a wild thing. It, it was the Old Republic. That makes you just want to go play the Old Republic, which is Star Wars. That was MMO. the egg episode, correct? Correct. That was number right. two. After they after got carjacked. By Jawas. By Jawas, which is their MO as well. Yeah. Now, if I could say, like, Carl what? Weathers being in Star Wars movie, or, or, or Star Wars anything, kind of sort of just, I, I, I lost it. I was like, for real? Apollo Creed's going to be a part of Star Wars. Okay, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was excited about that. Andy um, sounded just like him. Yeah, exactly. Calling yeah. him Mando is obviously sounds Mando. like he, Ma- Mando. So obviously he knew Lando at some point as well, you know, because that only would make sense. Mando, Lando, I, that's how I remember your name from now on from all those uh, boxing concussions. You know? yep. <laughs> <laughs> CTE is real. Yeah, <laughs> even in Star Wars. There you go. Uh, but yes, on the second episode, they went and picked up the, uh, which, which there's the thing about doing the, the breakdown of all these. They're not hour long episodes. They, yeah. they, they actually fluctuate. They they go for as long as they need to go and then they end. I wish they were a little bit longer, but about 40. I think it's like average is like 40, about 40 minutes. 40 yeah. Well, yeah, like yeah. the first one was 40 minutes. The second one was 33. The next one was like 35. The next one was like 42. And it's like, okay, I have not watched the fifth episode yet, by the way. Okay. I have not. I was... I had a little bit of time. It was enjoyable. <laughs> he watched. I pretty much just watched one through four. Pretty good. One through four an hour ago. So. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's doing your homework. <laughs> oh yeah, I know what I do. Uh, I'm now wiser uh, for this because with age comes wisdom. Um, and my wife was actually watching this and she liked it a lot more. But like I said, what I was saying before, this is the most Disney Star Wars thing I've ever watched, and that, that just pulls in the whole family because of Baby Yoda, and you're, you're trying to figure out what they're trying to extract from them, and everyone doesn't know about the Force anymore. If it's a goddamn midi-chlorians, we riot. Yeah, no, that's what I said out loud. Was I'm like, it's the midi-chlorians. God damn it. What do you think, Steve? Was, do you think that's what they're trying to extract? Midi-chlorians are stored in the balls, so um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that baby's got a big sack, right? <laughs> so that's why Yoda waddled so hard? <laughs> hey, Zeus. Waddling around two grapefruits down there. He is so strong with the force. That's how he jumped off of things. It was actually not him uh, using leg strength. He was using the momentum of his nutsack to bounce off, <laughs> to throw himself around. And Eric, everyone else is laughing at Eric's face. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but what's your favorite part so far, uh, Hobbs? Um, obviously, the gunfights. The gunfights have been like absolutely insane. 
especially in the first episode with the uh, bounty hunter droid, which um, all I could think of was Denslinger Dante. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, they just needed an overtrack of die, 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 die. Or yeah, or or um, or Reaper. But I mean, with the way his arms were going, definitely Dante. I, I was getting Dante vibes. S stylish. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, wow, triple S, and he's holding the combo. That's amazing. <laughs> I will self to. Well, I will self destruct initiated. Yes. I turned no, no, God, don't self destruct. Yeah. <laughs> Which it had comedy. That was the best yeah. part. It was funny. Like, he funny. And, 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 and he wasn't this dark, stalwart hero. I think that was the best right. part. Right. He, he was getting bitch slapped a lot. He was. He is, yeah. Actually, he's getting bitch slapped like, quite they, a bit like, so far. Getting, so he, his hand to hand is shit. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. He was getting. He was just getting trashed. Like. But who needs hand to hand when you have a wrist mounted flamethrower? It's uh, the ultimate. We actually just proved that twice in two episodes. Uh, I know it doesn't work well, but you win yes. points for a- flash. Angel dust, you know, stopped that one. Yeah. yeah. I like the uh, what was it the uh, uh, the birds? What was it? it was oh, the whistling bird. Whistling birds. Yes. That was, oh man, that, that, that was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I'm like ah, I've I played a Batman game before. You're gonna get an item and need it immediately to complete the next quest. <laughs> <laughs> when he takes off, when he takes off in the was it second episode? Yeah. When he takes off and uh, yeah, no third episode. Um, third episode, whatever, and the other Mandalorian flies past in the jetpack, and he's like, "I need to get one of those." No, so, I, yeah. the, the yeah. exact word was, "I need one of those." Now, this is what I was trying to say before: was my phone uh, spies on me, and because uh, that's how technology works. Now, yeah. well, if it hears about this, if, if, this if, conversation. You, if you hear a song, if it hears a song, it will tell you. It'll Google it real quick, and it'll play the song on the bottom of my phone for me. Mm-hmm. And literally, the overture that was playing during that thing was, "I need one of those." <laughs> it was the exact ah. name of that overture. <laughs> Fair enough. I was like, I was looking at my picture my phone. I'm like, and that was the uh, that. the producer of the series are voicing that character, not playing him, but uh, Favreau, Favreau, the John Iron Fa- Man, John Favreau, yeah, Favreau. the Iron Man guy and chef guy. Yes. Why do I suddenly want Poor a Cuban ha- now? Poor Happy. Yeah. Uh, Sandwich. Yes. The, the, uh, his yeah. best friend who didn't get a suit of armor. Mm. Mm. Uh, but that was another also, part. Where he, I, he got it, May though. We have like a we have like a new saying now. Like like can't stop saying this is the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The best. of course, and of course, and of course, and of course people have ruined it by by bringing back knuckles. But um, <sighs> yeah, but but still, I, I was just like, all right, don't worry about it. New saying. The more you don't it. know, the better. Fair enough. But I'm my fr- like, and I'm just like new saying. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. My, my, my wife, uh, Kayla, sitting down here, and she was like, oh, because he says, I have spoken all the time. She's like, oh, God, all the guys are just going to be doing that to people. And I'm like, nope, give it an episode. <laughs> this is the way. And I'm like, nope, they're saying that, honey. They've yeah. completely glossed over I have spoken. <laughs> yep. So don't worry about it, okay? I, t- I try to steal that from my uh, my 43-year-old cousin. He, like, he texts me something or whatever, and I was texting back. I said, this is the way. He's like, no. I've been around since the beginning of this. You're not stealing this from me. This is not happening. I'm like, Dude, listen, man, just deal with it. He's like, absolutely not. And then it's like, it's like I have spoken. I'm like, God damn it, he used them both. He <laughs> <laughs> got you with both of them. Uh, awesome. I think the I think the funnier part was me and Shadow were talking about this. Now, uh, we were talking about the whole armor. The guy was now. I'm pretty sure the paintballs actually. After watching the fourth episode, I'm pretty sure the paintballs actually hurt the guy at Jerkon, Steve, because apparently they have. They're less fortified than a pan. Yeah, because they were at the they were doing target practice on pans and the pans weren't moving. They were holding up pretty well. They were holding like no marks, no nothing. But you shoot a stormtrooper, they're dead. 
All that white is for looks only. Again, like, so like, so like, so like, yep, where'd you get your cat? Where'd you get your outfit? <laughs> Party City. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the Empire has always subscribed to the Russian theory of infantry, meaning we can replace you. We have a lot more of you. So why spend money on equipment or armor? Look at the TIE fighter in initial versions. <laughs> yeah. Um, no hyperdrive, so you get lost. Well, you just die in the cold vacuum of space. Don't worry, we have 20,000 more of you on the ship alone. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> You're expendable. Um, I mean, so, the pilots just claim that ships were for cowards, so... <laughs> yes. That's that's a positive spin on a shitty situation. <laughs> He's um, not so, wrong. No, no. So, Steve, what, what do you feel about everyone's, like, ignorance to the Force, effectively? Because like he saw the force, and he didn't. Shh, it's the Schwartz. He want to get sued. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't know what it was. And then he explained it to the other guy, and he didn't know what the hell it was. So like obviously Yoda's legacy is obviously gone from the first three. They don't know what the hell this guy is, and they don't know what the hell really a Jedi is. The Men in Black finally visited. Yeah, that explains a lot. Yeah, makes sense. What about? What do you think, Steve? With Yoda being around for so long and everything, I mean, he, when he died in Episode Six, which was just 50 years from when the uh, the Mandalorian airs or takes place, I guess. Um, so everybody should have known of Yoda at least uh, at least four powers across all of Star Wars, um, and if he knows about Mandalorians and Force powers, so it, um, but, um, yeah, dude, I don't really have a great answer. It's just kind of weird that he has an ignorance to it is all. <laughs> yeah, it's like the dude of the break in and out there for a moment. It sounded like a John Madden explanation for a minute there. Uh, force powers. Uh, uh, force powers. No telestrator, though. Yeah, <laughs> I need a telestrator next time. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm with you on that. That made very, like, that didn't make any sense to me. But here, I have, I, so, obviously, it's a baby Yoda. Of whatever species, species that is. Yoda yes. is. So the question is... Did Yoda fuck somebody, or was this just manifested out of the swamp? Yoda and Yaddle got it on in the fucking Jedi Temple. Either that, or, like, uh, we just don't know. Okay, Steve, do we know anything about the Yoda species at all that is not part of the DC, ex or not the DC, extended, just the uh, a Star Wars Extended Universe that is no longer canon? The Legends world? Nothing that I really know of that um, would give any secrets to or insight to this. Uh, you know, basically Yaddle and Yoda... I think they're only two that, that were really of the species, and in the species, it was just Yoda and Yaddle. Um, I even have books on it, I try to look it up, and nothing really. They're the only two that exist in the species, so they had to obviously, you know. Fornicate. They had to be something. Or it was the way, whatever they do it, he eats other, he eats bugs, insects, whatever, he... Might have just fertilized a random swamp, and then guess what? Oh, oh. I'm going back to the Futurama mermaid episode here, going, well, I lay my eggs, and then you just shoot your uh, on there, and the bam. Or, or are Yoda's... Why could you be a reverse mermaid with the fish part on top? That it's a clone of Yoda. That is actually a good theory. I like that. I, I like that, Tyler, that it could be a it fan is, theory yeah. is a clone of Yoda. Or, like, they're for... Because the, 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 we know nothing about the species, they could be just force manifestations. And... And things also brought, things uh, brought in by the force. My first thought was just things brought in by the force. To give credence to the cloning also, theory, we know that they uh, they've done non-accelerated aging clones before, given the uh, prequels. So Boba, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that doctor that walked in um, in the very first part there, um, um, 
the guy with the deal or whatever. Um, the, the doctor walks in, has a Camino badge on his shoulder. Where oh, I never even noticed that. Place. I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't notice that. catch that. Well, there it is. Confirmed. Eric? Clone. It's on breaking that. news here, people. Breaking news. You know, there's going to be a lot more clones from the Krill, the Krill Shrimp Factory because, you know, those people don't get around very often. So there'll be a little bit of you know, <laughs> uh, reading. Well, 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 then that brings up another question. All covered in green. Because this, the, the Mandalorian and this Yoda are not involved, in, so far, are not involved in the new Star Wars series. How do you think this is going to go with them? Well, they got to keep going. Well, yes, but it's not going to go into. Yeah, they're going to keep going. But like, I mean, like an estimation. Obviously, they're not in the Force Awakens. They're not in, uh, whatever the hell the second one was that I can't remember the name of. Don't worry, you didn't. I love Cheto's face. He's like, shit. I don't remember either. Uh, well, because when you look at it, because this, you know, Mandalorian's five years after Return of the Jedi, so it would be twenty-five years before Force Awakens, and you know, like he's not. Unless he gets blown away in like another season or whatever the hell, and Yoda lived to be nine hundred years old, and this baby Yoda is only fifty years old. Yeah, exactly. Like, where would they be? The f- the Force awakens. I sense the presence of the Force. Yeah, it was the Yoda kid, not Ren. The, <laughs> giant, the giant rhinoceros alien. Yeah, which I can't remember. Rancor. I think it was Rancor. Rancor. No, Rancor is. No, no, Return Rancor was the big two legged. So what's, what was this giant thing called? Uh, that's why he got it. He got it um, when he got his armor built. Yeah, random, uh, random, oh, random beast number one. Uh, do you know what it is, Steve? We really need to put some note sheets together when we do these. Nope, I love, I love shooting from the hip. Off the cuff is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what the giant rhino was called, uh, Hobbs? Not off the top of my head. Outstanding. So the giant rhino that <laughs> fucked his world up—that's that's perfect. We'll go with that. Which which has been very entertaining to watch. Like his hand, like he says, hand to hand is absolute crap. He got yeah. his cra- he got I, he got his ass kicked by someone who's like she was she was from the rebellion. You know she was airborne. And I'm like, yeah, far away from people. I don't understand exactly how she got fantastic at hand to hand and whooped his ass. Uh, Can we talk about the Mandalorian not having good weapon handling skills too? Because he's got his disintegration rifle, and oh, you get a little mud in it. Can't clear a jam before it gets speared by the giant fucking rhino. Mm, he's awesome. sitting there like, eh, eh. you should know how to trap door, get the new load in, fire, well, disintegrate. I, I by the way, uh, insight to Bullhammer, he's a a gun enthusiast. I'm well aware. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, I think everyone's aware. For for the rest of the internet, yes, I I enjoy things that make boom noises. Everything. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You 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 typed a lot, dude. Damn. Uh. Oh, she Palpatine. That maybe she Palpatine had Yoda cloned so that he could take over the body of Yoda. So both strengths of them come together, and then a longer life. That's the that's the plot device to Naruto. And, and you know, um, it's, it's funny reading that. Cops <laughs> <laughs> in the back are losing. Well, it's funny like reading that too because you know bringing up Palpatine because. I remember that's it that we, we've got it. the theory right there. Yeah, that's how Palpatine's back. He is inside. The soul is inside of the Yoda baby well, because they kept saying like, you know, in the first episode or the second episode, both of them saying, you know, we want him alive because, you know, we need to extract it. And this was before you knew he was force sensitive, because even then, like the first episode, I'm thinking like, wait, a minute, is he force sensitive? And then, of course, second episode comes in and yo, boom, there he is. And they said, uh, I lost my train of thought. Hold on. Good job. Thank you. They said extract it, and that's all we know. Shadow moment well, number 297. I, thank you. And I know um, 
they said it's supposed to like tie into you see like how little uh, bits here and there how the first order pretty much came into power that is what i'm trying that's what i'm waiting on right now and that's what wasn't really explained in uh, and for in uh in force awakens they didn't yeah, do that they're in charge now how basically yeah in, in the still don't know who, we still don't know who Snoke is. Was that, that, that was Yoda? <laughs> yeah, that was. was, Yoda, yeah. was. That, that, that one's that one was a, Snoke was the Yoda baby. That's it. <laughs> I love the fan theories. And just then he, and then out. he did something ridiculous, and he turns like some Voldemort type thing, and then yeah, that's him. The the Mandalorian died, and that that's pretty much how he went evil. That that is yeah, that is true too. Now speaking of like his hand to hand combat skills. Come a little bit closer to the microphone, buddy. Am I the only one that's a little bit okay with um, him not being a total badass? Oh, no, no, no. Him not being a total badass is what makes us entertaining. Yeah. Uh, He's susceptible. He's vulnerable. Yes. That's what makes him more relatable. Yes. Um, him right. not being not him not being a total badass, it, it kind of fits the bill for most Mandalorians. If you look how Django went out, if you look how Boba technically went out, like Mandalorians were like they're these badass mercenaries, and you're like, really? You can right. beat them in a game of punch out, but yeah. just don't let them get the long guns. That's fair. Right. Like I'm sitting here, like you guys are supposed to be legendary, and you know you're getting trashed by this chick. Uh, hey, 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 that's a veteran. You back off of her. She she fought Deadpool well, I mean, and Colossus, to okay? To be fair, I let her rock my shit. Yeah, she too. did. <laughs> yeah, she did. Cheto, the things that you would let rock your world, the list is uh is quite long. At this point. All right, so. <laughs> all right, so. Where do you think the story should go from here, Steve? Do you, do you have an idea where of where you want it to go, or... Uh, I don't know, really. I like the uh, surprises so far. Um, I don't know if I really have a theory of where it's going to go um, from now. I do had changed the release date of um, Chapter 7 side with the release of Episode 9. Yeah. The new movies. Uh, what was it? I had that in my head for two seconds and I lost it. Okay, so as a avid Star Wars person, uh, you obviously know the 501st Legion. Correct? The Cosplayer Brigade? Yes, but it's one um, of the only... Uh, 501st uh, Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say the 501st is one of the only groups that is actually licensed by Disney to be able to do that. That's mm-hmm. the difference. I know they have very strict standards. Yeah, Disney's... Whew, Disney's Disney's mean... Uh, with that, it can't be like the normal everyday weekend, uh, yeah. Revolutionary War or uh, Civil War. Yeah. No, no, if you try, if you put on a Star Wars thing, you can cosplay it for a bit. But if you try to go out there and and like Five O First is probably one of the only groups that's allowed to go to um, like children's parties licensed by Disney. Oh. So oh. when you that, see the parades here in Chicago, yeah, when you see the parades in Chicago and guys in stormtrooper outfits and such. That's 501st. Yeah, so when their they, costumes are screen accurate and expensive as fuck and, you know, very accurate. And they also have to be within a certain height range and stuff, depending on what trooper I mean, you're in. Somebody's going to show up to my daughter's party. I mean, I'll pay the, uh, the party CD price. But here's the thing. But here was the important. Here was the, but here's the cool part about it. They were the ones that were pulled in when they didn't have enough stormtroopers for Mandalorian. 
they were called in to go do that, which is there's a picture on it Everybody online. Died? We're having all the stormtroopers. Uh, episode five, I'm assuming. So, um, literally <laughs> died. There, yeah. there's, there, there's other movies going on, so it's like, oh, fuck, we need extras. Wait, we have the Nerd Legion. Come. <laughs> we'll give you a day rate and a craft services table. And possibly catering. Oh, it's always catering. Just don't always take your catering. just don't just don't take your helmet off. Whatever yeah. you do. There's, uh, there's them and then there's Rebel. Which one is this my helmet? I don't know whose helmet this is. This is your yeah, helmet. I'm sure you write your name on the inside of it. Um, <laughs> this is your property. <laughs> Let's see here. The night I just finished the fourth episode, which is like playing more to a Mandalorian's mentality. Like uh, at the end of what? At the end of three. He flew off with his friends and he flew off with his team and like they came in and they saved his ass, even though he broke whatever code that was going on. That He broke the bounty hunting code. Correct. That was the bounty hunting code. And he was like, he was uh, supposed to be like only one of us is supposed to be out there at a time because they don't know we're around. And just to save one of their own, they blew that entire cover. I, I believe they did it because although he broke the bounty hunting code, they've alluded to the fact that most of the Mandalorians are picked up as orphans. And by going back and saving a small child in his shitty actions representing them, he kind of redeemed himself in their eyes. So they went, oh, well, let's save his ass. Screw this planet. We'll find another one. They're not just savages. They want to actually, they actually care a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if just in the snippets that we've had, it's it's clear that they rescued him as a child during the uh, the Separatist War with the super battle droid and stuff clip that you saw, and they've spent a lot of time and effort training him. And there's been multiple times where he's like, "And give this to the foundlings, his extra money that he has." Which he was a foundling as well. Yes, because it's the way, or whatever the hell they say. This is the way. Yes, <laughs> I wasn't sure there, and then you confirmed it was the way, but. But uh, I think him going back for him in I, the I eyes of the Mandalorian him. culture was something that's ingrained in him. And they said, okay, we'll get behind this and save him. Because even though he broke the code's rules, we don't live by their rules. We live by ours. So we're going to do what's right in our mind. Well, that, that's the thing. That, that, that's Kill everything. Well, that, that was the Your cool typical thing religious fanatics. Awesome. That's what I enjoyed about this so far. Is like they came when they came out, that was like, okay. There, even though that guy heavy artillery fought him five minutes ago, like an hour ago, and over that, and he still came out there and went like, "Okay, we're brothers." I'm like that, that that's loyalty right there. You can't buy that kind of loyalty. <laughs> Ask Apollo. <laughs> Ask Apollo. <laughs> you can talk to Pablo. Um, um, but we ended up like watching that. And that was just to me. That was just um, what Escobar. Yeah, don't talk about Paul Escobar. No. Like, wrong goodbye loyalty. Wrong podcast. Um, so, what'd you think of like the di- uh, Steve? What'd you think of the dive into more of the Mandalorian culture now, when it comes to this? Well, I don't think anybody knew anything of the uh, Mandalorian. I, I sure didn't really know anything besides Boba Fett and Jango Fett kind of stuff, and they aren't really even true Mandalorians from what I've understood. Well, Django so, was—I say Django was a true was a true Mandalorian. Uh, he just, from from what I've seen, it's been retconned that they weren't that they just wore the armor, right? And yeah, they just stole the armor and, and passed it down, um, so they weren't true Mandalorians. Boba Fett also uh, seemed more of a little bit of an asshole compared compared to well, I should say, 
maybe maybe Mando because that's the only mm. way we know. <laughs> I have no. I mean, he doesn't have another name, so I think Mando's a little bit on the lighter side compared to, you know, Boba Fett or Jango Fett because they're kind of assholes. You gotta think about it. Yeah, I mean. And, but, you, but, but you also look at like Django and he was caught without his helmet off, which that was the big like thing right there. Like now that they've done that, you can see where the retconning would come into play. Yeah. But I mean, like what, how do you feel like do you think they're doing a great job expanding not only on the action, Steve, but also like expanding on the culture with the armor and the symbols and everything else yeah. that they did? kind of figure that they were going to have to go that route because the Mandalorian works kind of like the 501st division of uh, costuming um, uh, they have all those you know badges all those um, uh, like I said the, the the logos or whatever you want to call for the Mandalorians and bounty hunters and all that um, that's really cool to see in this and, and all their armor and all the different types because before this didn't everybody think uh, that weren't real big Star Wars fans that you know um, Boba Fett and Jango Fett were the only Mandalorian and the only one to be like the, the, all of them and the I guess the upbringing of the foundlings like you guys said that's it's cool to know how it's all going on in a kind of underground also well also Mandalorians only eat maybe once a month <laughs> yeah apparently yeah well, well what I meant was like how, how are, you, are you enjoying the culture like I like you, you think about like what that was like Django you call him no longer a Mandalorian he was in that high rise in a cloning facility and he was just an expert bounty hunter that stole all the stuff like I, I'm actually beginning to enjoy the actual like there's the armor who is known as the armorer and she was like we don't care where the stuff came from we it, it's here that's the important stuff uh whether or not it's something uh bad or good or anything else like that it's going to draw a lot of attention from your you know from your other people so like I, i'm in being enjoyed like the camaraderie which you don't you don't see that very everything else every other culture that it seems to be in star wars is very i'm in charge you're below me get over it every, this one seems to be a very much more a uh, symbiotic relationship everyone understands their roles and what they need to do it, it's more of a traditional tribal society where everyone has their place and they know it and most people are viewed as equals and that's an interesting take and i enjoy it and, you know, seeing as like, oh, you killed this giant fucking rhinoceros, would you like the mark? So now you're understanding where you know, the marks on their armor and stuff come from. It's like, oh, you, you bested this beast, you get this logo on your armor. It's an interesting little thing that they've put in there. Yeah, you just can't walk around and go, I just want a dragon on my thing. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't you gotta earn that. First. No, no, you got to earn that. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Give it up. But, but you didn't earn it. That was yeah. the thing. You had to like you. You told them what you did, and then that person went. Uh, or show that Obi Wan visit Mandalorian. Oh, okay. I think I think that that's pretty cool. I didn't realize that. Uh, oh, it was the Clone Wars show? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch all the cartoons that I will now watch on Disney Plus. I watched like Hail to our Mouse Overlords. Yeah. yeah. I have to ask Eddie's quote. It's something about it's something about doing it for the mouse or all for the mouse or something like that. It's the same guy who's got a timeshare for Disney, so he's he's, <laughs> he's totally into it. And I really wish he could have came on tonight, but he's actually watching the episode right now with his kids. So I'll that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, are you? Uh, 
my question is, I guess, for everyone else, are we hoping to find, I'll start with uh, Hobbs on this one, uh, are you hoping to see more Force-sensitive people show up in this show? More more different, uh, more Jedis that possibly may be out there. You know, I'm surprisingly okay you got to come close to the microphone if you're going to talk, man. You can't talk across the room. I'm not trying to talk across the room. Headset. I don't know what's going on. How do you know where he's sitting? I'm guessing because the echo. Because I've done it in here before. Well, I'm not even there sitting. I'm using my. Uh, like I'm using my headset. <laughs> there we that's, go. That's perfect, right there. Go ahead. So, what do you think? Okay. Do you, are you open to see more force stuff, or do we want to focus on more of a blaster, close range weapon, like long range weapon stuff here? As big of a lightsaber fan as I, I'm totally okay with there not being any lightsabers. Or for or, or that much of the force being shown in it um, at all in the show. I'm okay You're, with I'm okay with how it is. Are you okay with Baby Yoda doing Great. the force, but that's about it? That's about it, yeah. What about you, Steve? Um, I don't know. I've been liking all the um kind of like tie-ins and everything. There's a lot of things for like hardcore fans and a lot of things for old school fans and stuff that I, I like, so I wouldn't mind if somebody else made an appearance or a couple things, but you know, don't overload it, of course, but yeah, what might seem a little bit more, maybe. I think I would like to see. I would like to see someone show up and do like a uh, like a forcing, like oh, like see Baby Yoda do the force, like look at it and go, where'd you find this kid? Yada yada, and then like just he knows it's the force, but doesn't explain it to the Mandalorian and just lets him roll with it. And he's like, yeah, no, just keep protecting that child. That's it. How many how many episodes of eight, right? I think eight, uh, I think eight, eight yeah. or nine or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're at five. Well, I, I have not watched five yet. We're Correct. Watch five at some point soon. Um, I mean, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they had. Anybody watched five yet? Luke show up. Uh, Andrew watched five so far. Bullheimer. Yeah. Bullheimer. He watched five so far. I got the quick synopsis of it, but I mean, within three episodes, I, I mean, I would think that's either the entire gang of. Mandalorians is going to come back for the season finale, or there will be somebody else that's force sensitive would come back and say, "Hey, you know, he's supposed to be with us," type of thing. You know, at at the end at the end of the season, I would. I would and, and just like that, the Mandalorian takes care of all the other Jedi's as they try to take away his baby. And well, at least all the children aren't getting slaughtered. Right, right on hand. <laughs> And, and going to the whole the Force thing, this touched on a problem that I had with A New Hope ever since I was a kid after the prequels came out, because I was a kid when the prequels came out, was how Han Solo oh, was, you know, how whole, Han Solo was going, the Force, that's a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. You were alive during the Clone Wars at this point for how old you were in canon. You saw an army of Jedi fighting what became the Empire, and you don't believe in the Force. Well, time out. He didn't see that. He was a smuggler. Did anyone watch Solo? Because I definitely did not. Did I, he? I, I watched it, and I just ignored what it said. But, sure. you know. But but did he see, Did in his smuggling days, did he ever see the Force? That was the thing. I'm sure you would hear about it. It's like me not knowing, like, Yeah, but you oh. hear but you hear about, like, different religions doesn't mean you listen to them. Right. Well, well, I do, because I'm a conspiracy well, theorist, but, uh. Look at Ray in uh, Force Wagons when she hears about Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, she's like, I thought that was just an urban legend. It's only been thirty years. Like you would know from people like saying like, yeah, Luke Skywalker is real, but then also he just turned into a myth. So kind of that same thing. Like you know, maybe Han Solo like heard about the Force, but he's like, 
same thing like you know ah, mumbo jumbo like you know that that's always bothered me because it's a reoccurring trope of how things that are real everyone just like do they not have a fucking like newspaper on their well, little hollow projector? Well, time out. When you think about Ray for a minute there on that one. Well, it, granted, she lived in a burned out. She lived in a burned out village. This yeah. was after all the Jedi people. The only school that there was got burnt down after. But you know. she lives in the wreckage of a fucking rebellion to take down the Empire, led by the Jedi. Well, no, 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 wasn't led by the Jedi. It was led by the rebellion, and yeah. that's all that mattered. But you know, apparently, we had Mary fucking Poppins leading it. You know. Jedi Mary Excuse Poppins. Excuse me, he was not. No, Mary I'm, Poppins was in Guardians of the Galaxy two. All right, we're no, sticking I'm to Star about Wars. Princess Leia's Mary Poppins maneuver. So, no, that's Leia Superman. That was Leia Superman. No, that was no. She did the whole Mary Poppins. She was just missing the umbrella. Oh, um, but we can't get onto that one because I know Steve has such a fondness for that one for for number two. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> there was fifteen minutes of good in the entire. All right, one at a time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Apparently this is a rant for later But all I'm yes. saying is there was 15 the, the, minutes that, of good In the three hour movie basically. But the, the point of that is just The point is that that's a conversation for Like my after Rise of the Skywalker And then when I sit down here with a bottle of like Alcohol and we just cover every Star Wars movie Ever known to man Those are empty you back away Comic effect <laughs> Leave my empty bottles alone. I like those bottles. If I have to watch certain movies in the Star Wars canon again, I might have to just drink myself into oblivion. So, and that's the horrible movie tournament. Um, so uh, <laughs> let's see here. Anybody have any like theories or quotes they wanted well, to bring up here? Speaking about uh, Luke, like I said, like you know, Mandalorian is five years after Return of the Jedi, and when you look at that time frame, you know, Luke is, you know, pretty much. It was put on him to start the new Jedi Order. Would he not find this kid? Right. Like how? Like how is is that going to come into play at some at some point? I mean, right. Why is it? Why is it? Are we getting a Mark Hamill cameo? Because I really would like a Mark Hamill cameo. You know, the world needs more of Mark Hamill. I don't think. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I wouldn't be surprised if somehow they showed. Why does it sound like he's across the room? Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you recording this in your bathtub by any chance? No, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> nice the echo sounds like when I sing in the shower. That's the only thing I can. You can get you can get his EP very soon. That would um, be deafening. It's impressive. <laughs> Meatloaf's greatest hits. Okay. Go go, go ahead. What were we gonna say? Or say Eric? Sorry, Kyle, um, you just sit there. I don't know. I don't know if it particularly deserves a Mark Hamill, like a, uh, a cameo, because realistically, I mean, it is just my passengers. I could have passed them to you. Sure, keep going. Um, I don't. I don't know if it really. If it's really deserving of it. The only reason I say that is because this is a show that's based on a completely separate. Thing. I mean, this is they're focusing on the Mandalorian, oh. not the Jedi's, not the Force, not. Anything besides the Mandalorian. That's what it's supposed to be. When, I understand when, they're going to intertwine at some point, but... When, when I say a cameo, I don't mean like he's going to take up an entire episode. No, no, no. I understand that, but it would take away from the entire fact that this is supposed to be about the Mandalorians, not about... Well, it's supposed to be about Force a Mandalorian. So what I think about it would be good, if they keep Baby Yoda around, I think that would just be a good thing to have him show up and be like, you know what? I trust you with this. Like, that would be a cool blessing type scenario. I think that... I think that Baby Yoda, or whatever we it has to be called, Boda, 
whatever species. Somebody's got to figure out what the hell species it is, and then we'll go from there. But um, I really think Mogwai version two. I think he's gonna stick around for a while. I don't think he's gonna be going anywhere. Like somebody's be like, hey. He belongs with us. I think he's I just going to stay with him. And that's know, what I'm saying right while. there. That's what I'm saying. I didn't say that Luke shows up and takes the kid. No, no. My I, thing I is that. just Luke shows up and goes, you know what? This is before he starts the school and everything else. And he's just like, you know what? I trust you to protect this child. Make sure it grows up well. You've done such a great job so far. I don't right. want people to find it. I, I can see a good cameo if you wanted to bring him into it as he's gathering the resources to start his new Jedi temple and training. You know, he puts an order out to find certain artifacts that he's looking for for his temple, and then Mando gets the call. And, like, you might not even see Luke and him interact directly. It's more of, you know, like, you know, a holograph, whatever fucking order. Like, hey, I'm looking for these fucking books that get later hit by lightning while Yoda laughs maniacally. But the but, books were already with Ray at that time. Yeah, but. I know. I'm just saying, you know, you're we're allowed spoiler warnings. Find oh, the MacGuffin that we're looking for. And then, you know, you know, that would be an interesting way of incorporating if they wanted to do that. I'm honestly fine if they don't. I like it that it's finally a Star Wars series that isn't how one family fucks the entire galaxy. So what about like what? And one family fucks the entire galaxy. What Star about, what about Skywalker they... family destroys the universe? Was that a porn name? No, it could be. I would say what about like an ending like like at like at the end of the rise of the Skywalker? And they literally show up. Like, that would be pretty cool. Like, tie this in with that. He's going to be old. Uh, I'm really hoping to see them meet the Knights of Ren. One at a time on the Discord. One at a time on the Discord. So, uh, Steve, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying that um, I hope they run in with the Knights Knights of Ren. Um, That be kind of the same time period story on them at all. And they uh, maybe even have to deal with more uh, in Episode Nine as well. So, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll meet them. That's a good point, because we were teased the Knights of Ren, and then we've been, you know, just basically denied seeing them. Supposedly, they were badass, and they've been disappeared this entire franchise so far. That would be an interesting way to incorporate them in there. Hobbs, what were you saying? I was saying I would be very, very satisfied with, uh, with you know, the Mandalorian and, and like, a grown-up baby Yoda, whatever. Which, they, I, I believe there is no official name for his species, if, uh, if, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. You dig deep enough. Um, very, very similar to, you know, Frieza's race and Dragon Ball. They don't really have an official name for, for his race. But, um, but no, I would, I, would, I would enjoy having having a little cameo by them if uh if any like they've done i know they've done cameos of some of the characters or at least ships from uh from uh, rebels in rogue one i think uh you see the ghosts so like something like that would be, would even be pretty would even be pretty cool in my opinion i mean that would be bad i'd be entertaining by the way does so, that sound better yes much better um <laughs> What, what I would what awesome. I wouldn't mind seeing is actually just the opposite, which I wouldn't mind to see if more people from the dark side would show up. I don't exactly know the whole storyline. I don't know who's left. I don't know who's waiting. Like, okay, so we're what? What was the last movie? Uh, we we Jedi. So that's ah, there we go. We got the name. You googled yeah, that on many, the shitter, didn't years? you? How many, years, how many years before this? Um, oh, how many hours after this? After after I'm sorry after this. The the new one. It's uh been a year. Okay, so no, no. no. How many years after Mandalorian? Oh, uh, 
25 years? Because between between Jedi and Force Awakens was 30 years, and Mandalorian's five years after Jedi. So it'll be about 25 okay, years, so, give or take. So, so obviously, just like Jedi, Jedi around somewhere, the dark, the dark side, obviously, because they brought out the bounty anyways against him, and, you know... Mando just decided to slaughter everybody. Like, I would like to see somebody else show up like, hey, he's supposed to be with us. And make it a little bit more turmoil. Like, it goes... I have not, like I said, I have not seen episode 5 yet. I understand some stuff happens in episode 5 where uh, he gets taken hostage for a short amount of time. Oh, well, not, not, let's not talk about it then. Because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, so keep going. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's 827. No, for me. For me. I haven't watched it. But it came out... It came out like 16 hours ago. The man who hosts the so, podcast said no fucking spoilers. Right, fine, so whatever. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that I would like more dramatics to happen. It makes it more. It amplifies it a little bit more for me than to somebody like, oh, you know, like it, it's fine that they show up and like, hey, the you know the Jedi, like, I'm glad you're taking care of him. Keep doing what you're doing. But at the same time, like somebody shows up, and be like, hey, motherfucker, he's supposed to be with us. Hand them over. Well, that's the thing. Like, that we can do... The, more... They can do both at that and point. That's what, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Um, so, as we watch this and we start thinking about uh, how Disney Plus... Because we've spent a nice hour on just talking about The Mandalorian. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. These aren't hour-long episodes. I'm happy with that. Because I have this tendency to trail off in hour-long episodes. There are certain series that have been hour-long episodes that I have fallen behind on. Because it's... You know, 13 episodes of 13 yeah. hours out of my day, and it's just like, okay, do I want to go back and watch it? Yeah, 30 minutes, blew out fucking four episodes before we started this, and I got off work at four o'clock, and it was fun. And, um, I mean, uh, if you're not gonna watch it for anything, just watch it for Baby Yoda. That that thing is probably the most that, that is Groot turned up to Baby Groot turned up to like a thousand, well, right? Yeah, 100% fact. It, it's so good. Um, he is so adorable, and it's really fun to watch a what would be a hardened character. Like, I live by a code. I'm not supposed to be doing something. I'm not supposed to do You know what? Find my own way. I'm doing it anyways. Mm. Screw it. And those are always the best things to watch. Like, because you see the memes. My favorite one is like the dad, and then it's a picture of uh, uh, the Mandalorian holding Baby Yoda. It says, the dog he says he didn't want. Yeah. And he's uh, holding the dog, and he's holding well, Baby Yoda. I'm like, that's, that's, it. <laughs> that, that's it. That is the perfect explanation for that relationship. But then when you look at it, it's like, been priceless. When everybody says, like, you know, it has that Western vibe to it. it look at look at any Western where you see the main character who's a total, like, loner, badass type. I don't give a shit about anybody. But then his morals come to play. Like, yo, uh, what was it? It's uh, Firefly. Oh, Just right. episode four. Look at episode four. Where oh I'm not going to shoot you. Hold on. It's Firefly. It's pretty much what every Firefly fan, Joss Whedon fan, has been waiting for. That's why we want this. It is a space western where a man starts caring for people, and like it, it is, it, it's pretty much Firefly. Like it, it's not obviously the same, like the same concept, but the concept is still there. It's it's the storytelling, the greedy storytelling that we were looking for with relatable characters. I mean, who here in the room isn't a little green guy that can do force powers, right? We're all relating to that child right there, right now. Uh, 
but I mean, I wish I was small and green. me too. At, at 50 years old, I wish I looked that young. What is his skincare regimen? <laughs> Dermatologists no wish. Well, if you look at his diet, you got to start eating whole frogs soon. So Dermatologists. Because they laughed at. It. They all said you, and, he's and like, he was creeping out the kids, and he wanted to play with them. Then he was drinking the tea. Oh my god! The money at Sephora. <laughs> That's a hell of a lot of money. The trick that dermatologists wish you didn't know. Um, but like, <laughs> the uh, kid looking young, money, all in all of that Lucasfilm slash Disney money. Uh, so, I guess when we want to go forward, where you were, I want to see. But let, let's move away from the Mandalorian. Now they're showing you that they can successfully tell a story that doesn't involve a Skywalker. This is where this podcast turns in from a hour-long podcast to a four-hour-long podcast. The next thing you know, there's shit all over the place. Yeah. Effectively. Uh, but but, but that, that, that's what I love about these. Okay. It's just conversations. Um, and this is where the- theories and where we want and what we want to see happen comes up into play. Now, which which I didn't know. I went to a convention. It was called Gojo TechieCon. And I knew Steve was there. I didn't know Steve was hosting a panel until I walked in the room. And I started, like, Talking to him about like theories, and he had some fantastic. That's why I wanted him here because he has some fantastic ideas and thoughts and everything else. And it's just really hard to pop in with four of us sitting here. Um, so one, to, right? uh, no, no, this is a different one. Oh, that was Doki. Uh, so he, a- I asked him like what he wanted to see get made, and then I told him what my idea was because this is Disney Plus, we can do a lot of them, mm-hmm. and this was my idea. A limited amount of money. Un- uh, Un- unlimited power. Uh, so my idea was, and what I would like to watch is a more like this is to me. This is very family friendly. This is ridiculously family friendly. I want to see a dark, gritty movie. And you want to talk space westerns? I'm talking. I want the gritty. this is us uh, like freaking war. I want fury war film type thing. I want you to walk into a bar and right there be one clone trooper who made it out of the clone wars, who made it out of the, like the revenge of the Sith, who made it, who's just been there for years. And there's this one. Yeah. Homeless, right? yeah oh, no, he's just sitting at the bar, drinking a drink. He no retired veteran. Uh, <laughs> oh, definitely homeless. Uh, Most retired. <laughs> Most retired veterans. But he um, he sits there and he talks to, and there's this uh, kid who, like, this brand, like, a like, this platoon of, like, Empire stormtroopers coming in. They're drinking. They're talking about how great the war is and everything else. And he just starts berating them with war stories from little battles and things that you've never seen before. Think that's funny? <laughs> you, you, you ever see a little green guy jump off a wall and cut your head off with a lightsaber? I saw it, man. Happened to my friend. No, man. But like literally, he but like not even like crazy. Not even like Vietnam veteran crazy. But like just just like him just sitting there explaining like going flashbacks into the past. And I think that would be like that's unlimited stories. If you get a good oh. writer and good creator. Like, because the Clone Wars were like, especially look at that Clone Wars the TV show. There was there was fights all over the place. There was different little skirmishes you didn't get to hear about. And you talk about that time that he was a fighter pilot, or that he got to fight, get to fly next to freaking Darth Vader, or he got to fly next to like some of the other great fighter pilots of his time because Darth Vader wasn't there yet. And he had he had to fight against the great Anakin Skywalker and a thing, and he barely made it out with his life, like that kind of thing. Like that'd be pretty cool. So, So I had an idea here. So I think the way that 
Give me, yeah, give me, give me some Cone Wars Saving Private Ryan type stuff. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. But go on, Eric. I, I totally agree. The dark gritty would make things a little bit more hits closer to home, realistic type, type of thing. But I think what they're trying to do is obviously they went to the Mandalorian, right? So they're going a little bit more towards a. This might sound a little bit ridiculous, but like a demographic, like you know, a, a race. Okay, so they're going towards that in that direction because obviously there has been the many of them. You know, that's their that's their thing, that's their entity and stuff like that. So they're trying to expand as they go on. I think that's the way that they're going to continue to expand the universe because if they stay with everything where it's the light versus dark thing, it's really not going to happen. So then, then you're in this gray area where the Mandalorians, where you're still a bounty hunter, you don't mind killing people, but you still have a soft side. Uh, agreeing to that, but here's the thing. If you want to talk about demographic at that point, you're talking about a clone trooper, right? Who's an endless white mob of everything. But right. but and then you have the Empire, people who have registered who think they're doing the right thing. It's not light versus dark at that point. It's I think I'm doing the right thing. Where regardless of whether or not it's light versus dark, they don't know if there's a light side or the dark side. I'm not talking about bringing in the force or anything like that. I'm just talking about like gritty war, like in the trenches type scenario. I think it'd be great. I think that'd be fantastic, and I, and I think that'd just be really but cool. I think it'd be a separate show. Oh no, no! Don't put that in the Mandalorian. No, this is I'm talking about. I'm talking about like what other shows. This was the story I asked Stephen. I want to see what his opinion is. What other types of shows do you want to see? Because you want to do. They, everyone wants a Yoda show. Everyone wants an Obi Wan show. I, everyone. I'm good. He went to Dagobah after that. He was done. All right, that was. Yeah. He was chilling, cooking omelets. That's all he did. Nobody wants a Jar Jar show. I, I'll, I'll break my mic over your head. Uh so. <laughs> I want a Jar Jar show. I wonder what the hell. I do want to know what the hell happened you after Jar Jar after his biggest fuck up. All right, <laughs> whatever happened to that guy? People would love it. It would be fantastic. Jar Jar. People would riot in the street. Jar Jar or Snoke. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be ten episodes of Jar Jar getting his I, ass kicked. That's exactly what it would be. It would be anything besides that. I actually have a solid idea for what I would like to see in a show. Please, go right ahead. So we already know that for the Marvel side of it, Disney Plus is going to do the what if. A little episodic type of thing. Which they read from the comics, which is a phenomenal thing. Yeah, exactly. I would like to see uh, an episodic series of Star Wars where it was, you know, an hour segment each and just a different short story and a topic that wouldn't make a good movie wouldn't make a good series but make make an interesting story so like you follow some of the rebellion pilots one incident you follow you know all these small little characters people have had questions for for years and all the different things so like you know people who are you know working for Jabba oh my god time. this is the VH1 where are they now but you know <laughs> <laughs> but you, you can insert it into a point in the franchise because it's kind of this rotating series. So, you know, Jabba's underlings, what goes on is his palace with the Raincore and all that, like... Show you know people getting fed to the rain core and the battles of the rain core in one episode. Who who's the current pod racing champion after Anakin left? He never was a champion. He competed in one goddamn race. Uh, anyway, it's, it's like the current NASCAR guy who didn't win a fucking race and won the championship. No, he competed in two. The first one blew up. Yeah. But no, I'd actually like to see a pod racing episode. That would be pretty fun. Now this is pod racing. Yeah, fuck uh, that. No, I want to see people get like cut to shreds in a goddamn pod racing because apparently it's the most dangerous sport in reality, which would be fun. 
What about you, Steve? What would what what show if we stay away from like like? Okay, Andrew, for the love of God, you want the mechanic for the X-wing show? Okay, you want what that guy's doing? No, what I want is I want an episode of the plumber on the Death Star when it blows up, because that guy's just trying to make a living. You know how many union contractors were fucking okay. blown to bits on the Death Star? All right, I'm done. We got that. I know. I've seen that before. Okay, I we've all we've all watched Clerks. We know that argument. All right, we've all watched Clerks. Steve, what about you? What would you like to see? So now that we can see that they can make anything out of the Mandalorian, we see that they can do almost anything else. What would you like to see? Well, you guys definitely touched on the two things. Um, I can't remember what I said to you in that um, panel while I was hosting. But oh, neither can I. It was like three Wars. years ago. Yeah, the Clone Wars has a ton, a ton of stuff that we could uh, do movies on and make them really cool. Like you said, even darker, like Saving Private Ryan, very like war-feeling war movies. Um, uh, that would be very cool. And then... Um, the, the Tales from Jabba's Palace is a book about all the people that are in Jabba's Palace, and there's just all kinds of really cool kind of uh, smuggler kind of um, mafia kind of movies that would come from that. Um, so either of those two would be really cool um, and, and would fit like time frames uh, um, really well, um, I, I believe. Um, God, what was it? Like, I want to see a what if. Like, what if... Like Darth, like it'd be a quick short, right? And it would be like it'd be like an hour long. It'd be on Disney Plus, like a what if series. You're talking about the what if, yeah. But what if what you were describing is where are they now? Well, I'm talking about what if. What if Darth Maul won that duel? That's just an that's an example. What happens if Darth Maul won that duel? What changes in history from there? What do you do with Anakin at that point? What happens with him? Who trains him? Does Darth Maul train him? Does he become an awesome dual-wielding lightsaber guy? Does he become a more badass Vader person, you know? I think that would be pretty neat. Like, it would be just like a quick snippet through history, you know? It would be like 10 minutes at this age, 20 minutes at this age, and then be done with it. But, like, just change up what happened and what changed there. I think that would be pretty neat. That would. Um, that's probably I'd watch that. Talked about for like years, like fan theory. You know? like, what if like it's like a yeah, Obi Wan died of old age? You know, just all of a sudden, oh shit, what do we do now? Kind of thing. Yeah. What? 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 How does Luke get his? You know, who finds Luke? Who trains him? You know, some probably people talked about for like you know forty years since, since Star Wars. You know, so that would be. It's like oddly convenient that, that man's still alive. Yeah. What? What if Obi Wan actually beat Darth Vader in that fight in the Death Star? Yeah. That would be Darth Vader was the one to give up and surrender to the Force. Mm. We wouldn't have got Hayden Christensen. Uh, <laughs> that would have solved a lot of problems. What, what about what about you, Hobbs? What would you like to see for him for like uh, in the next Star Wars Disney Plus series? Um, I've always been interested in the Old Republic. Okay. And when I say when I say the old republic, I mean like like how I used to cosplay the Sith, the Sith from the old republic. That uh, that that era. That's something that I would definitely like to see. I mean, actually, this sounds like pandering to Steve, and I apologize, but like, I would like to see like a Darth Maul the younger years, or like a Sith Lord the younger years. That's not Anakin Skywalker. For, for a short, like, episodic one-hour episode, it would be interesting to show, like, an evolution of the Sith through the years. Like, I don't know how you... Yeah, it might need to be more than one episode. But show, like, the evolution of the Sith after the collapse of the Old Republic, where it was only two. 
to kind of show what happened, how they were working behind the scenes, and how you got who we got by the time the prequels happened and then the actual series. Because we well, all know Palpatine. We had that. We had that in books, and they said that's not canon. Yeah, but, you know, I'm saying things for video. I never really read a lot of the, the Legends material. I was, you know, basically movies, cartoons, stuff like that. So I don't know a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, which is what I'm saying as a fan who enjoys this, but time is limited. I can't read everything. This is stuff that I would like to see in a backstory that I think they could do well in a show on Disney+. Plus. And then you could also, like, look to, like, the Legends, like, the past books and everything for inspiration in a way. Because when you look at Kylo Ren, he's basically based off of Jason Solo. You know, so, yeah, you can not really... You can adapt it in a way, but not have it be straight from that. Because, obviously, yeah, they're not canon anymore. So you can, like, okay, we can take this character. Like, you know, for me, it would have to be, like, the whole... Um, Darth Bane okay. story. Like, you know, the rule of two with the Sith. Obviously, that's not canon anymore. Well, it. it feels like it's canon. The rule of two makes total sense. It's Be- still there. Yeah, because it's still in play. Like, because they always said, there's always one master, one apprentice. That's it. Mm-hmm. And there's always the rule of two with that. Because you didn't, you didn't want as a master, you really didn't want like four of those fuckers being power hungry to take you out. Right. One you might be able to handle, raise up another, and you're good to go. But there's one thing though that there's one piece of source material that they can pull from, and if they don't, they're stupid. They're Disney, so I'm going to lose this podcast after that comment. Uh, so, uh, uh, yes, you can have my hammer. Uh, so, uh, but has anyone besides myself actually read any of the Star Wars comic books that came out? How about you two on the on Discord? Have you guys actually read the the, the Star Wars comic books that came out? I read a couple. <laughs> Which ones? Uh, I think the Vader, I had uh, like seven of the Vader, uh, Leia, I had a couple of the Leia's. There's another one, I can't remember. Yeah, oh, me, I can't remember now, it's been a while. They, they did the for Admiral... Me, the Vader as well. The Vader one, when I say the Vader one picks up right when this left off, Vader screams, knocks back Palpatine, and the comic kicks in. Like, instantaneously, Vader goes, Palpatine looks at him and goes, so, you got your saber on you? And he goes, nope. And he goes, and then force lightnings him and goes, it's like, I lost it to Obi-Wan. And then he force lightnings and goes, don't do that again, because he knows how to block force lightning. So he starts shocking him. And then they go to the middle of the uh, middle of the town where the Empire's won because Yoda's gone and everything else. And they're literally burning the Jedi lightsabers in the middle of the fucking town. And he's like, look, the lightsabers are gone. People can't know that you really exist. And he becomes a rogue entity you have to go find your own lightsaber go kill a fucking jedi and it is a phenomenal fucking story like he beats a jedi master with no lightsaber by damn near flooding a town yes i remember no he didn't damn near he flooded the town the the jedi had to stop what he was fighting him to actually like push things back up and that's when vader killed him and then took his lightsaber and turned it into his very first one which had the same hook as dooku's actually but the cool thing was he got knocked off of a mountain his arms and everything were destroyed he was unconscious for a second as soon as he woke up he started putting his mechanical mind he started rebuilding his body using the force like he rebuilt his body with parts and everything and just got back up and was like nope fuck this i'm gonna kill this guy 
and it was it was a phenomenal like the storylines were so good in that one and then they came out with a couple like a couple of the admirals from the republic or from the empire that they did stories line they did do the leia one i did not get a chance to put they did an obi-wan one and they all took place at different times and it was such a good story. Like, that right there is just phenomenal source material because Vader's the scourge of the galaxy where we don't get to really see that in the movies. And then, I think like Rogue One just like really touched on it in that one scene. Yeah. And that, that's it. Like you just touched on it. it. You really didn't show like the whole scope of it because you know like he did his hunting, you know, like he knew there were Jedi survivors. Like you said, you don't see it. You want the money. You're gonna. You want to make the money. You get. You got the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian's gonna make you the money for the subscribers. But you put out there that your, your next series for the next, your next big one is gonna be Lord Vader. The early years, like the actual what made him Lord Vader, like that. That line. You saw that line. It's like we have you surrounded, and he pulls out his and goes, "I'm only surrounded by. Uh, I'm surrounded by fear and dead men." And that's just a badass line, and like you know, he's gonna take them all out, and it was so I good. Mean, we got the amazing scene in Rogue One, the hallway scene, where everyone's basically just absolutely terrified of him. We need to know why everyone's terrified of him, because he's basically a stormtrooper in black paint. And then, like when he's first introduced in Rogue One, he kind of comes off as a little bit of an edge lord, in my opinion. On this giant, like, gothic, volcanic fucking planet, and someone's, like, absolutely terrified of him. If you don't know anything about Vader, it just comes off on, uh, this is a creepy goth kid who everyone's afraid of, which I thought was hysterical, but, like, imagine somebody who's, like, 12, the first time they see this, why the... Afraid? Why the hell are they afraid of the guy with asthma? Yeah, that that, that was the thing. Like, like in in, in, in I think it was re- like I don't know. It was the comics. Like, and that's the point. You wrote this source material, and I'm telling you that it's actually good. If you can make the Mandalorian that good, like, uh, let's let put this out here. So uh, we talked about the Mandalorian earlier, and we keep bringing back to it. We're telling you the story of it, but we cannot stress how good it actually looks. Like, no, not, not even visually. Like, it is visually. That's what I'm talking visually, about. Visually, it's amazing. Story. You spent hundred million dollars. I would hope it would look. I saw movies at a hundred million dollars, and that shit turned out to garbage. Mouse money has screwed up some movies with a hundand million dollars. John Mouse Cutter, anyone? You're already paying these people, anyways. I mean, you're, yeah. You're the best of the best. Honestly, because I have a friend, which um, we'll have to get him in here one of these days. Tom, Tom Bruno, he's out in California. He's he, he works for. Um, oh yes. DreamWorks. He's yes, I've seen his he's name. He's very good. Um, Jason takes the picture of his name every single time it comes across the screen. So we'll have to get him in here. He's worked on. Story, not name, He's a storyboard writer. He is a storyboard writer on top of it. He's also post viz. He does a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he was pre viz before. He's moved his way up. He's doing very well for himself. I'm assuming that eventually one of these days, uh, probably in the next 10 years, I'll go visit him in his mansion in uh, yeah. somewhere in the Palisades. I don't know. But um, we'll get it eventually. The thing, that, the thing that I'm afraid of, though, is that I'm hoping that they keep it on the serious level of Star Wars. They don't go and they break apart and they don't make it comical. They don't make it this is the fucker who just asked for Jar Jar Binks five minutes ago. <laughs> but Jar Jar Binks is his own character. That's fine. The last thing you want is somebody going into, 
like we're going to make an we're going to make a uh, a small mini series on Hawk where somebody's like Michael Scott from The Office and shit's cold and shitty. You're like, oh man, it's fucking cold. And somebody's doing stupid shit. Like you don't want that. You, know what I mean? you don't need puns every four seconds. Office in hangar in Hawk. It is yeah. as much as I I enjoyed the uh, the Thor Ragnarok. The Ragnarok treatment of Star Wars would not do well, where it's you know oh. pun after pun and like happy and hilarious. And I know I'm on an island here because these two will want to murder me for saying I like that movie. And you're kind of indifferent. So I will say, Steve, you uh, Steve, you would be very happy that uh, the first uh, that actually the last Jedi made our horrible movie tournament. It should. should. It's fucking bad. You don't understand. We both watched the last Jedi. I walked out of that movie pissed. I I I mean I mean I immediately messaged him like because he made a post and he was the only person that I could like. We both just started rant. I was in the middle. I was at I I was at a con. I don't know which one, but we're in the middle of Walmart, just like ranting to each other on uh, with about about the last Jedi. I I just could go on right now if you want me to. No, 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 no. Last Jedi will be after Rise of the Star uh, of, the, of the Skywalker, and you can go ahead and we find out that Yoda Baby is actually Luke's kid. There it is, the whole way through. <laughs> Yoda Baby is the is the uh, the reason that we now have gas limits in fucking Star Wars, and you have to stop at the fucking Amco in the middle of nowhere. So, Skywalker. but go ahead. What were you about to say? That's what I'm going. With. Good job. All right, I made him forget. Thank God. It was probably useless knowledge. Or but that's this podcast at this point is useless knowledge. It's just, it's just. All right. Yep. I saw that. After hour one, it degenerates into drinking and shit talking. So this is always entertaining. But I mean, I think that's the, that's the fun part. Like we get to actually like talk about like what we're what we're expecting and the then that's why the second half of this was the future of Star Wars in general as a whole because we got the third trilogy, the last one coming out, and where are we gonna go from here? Well, do, so I guess the question is, I'll ask Hobbs first. Uh, where do you, after the, the Rise of the Skywalker comes out, where do you want this to go? Where do you want it to head? Do you want it to keep going into the future? Do you want, do you want like, it, it, let's say it ends on a fantastic note and we're done. And do you want to cap Star Wars there? Or do we want to like go ahead and start bringing out more miniseries for what happens after Ray wins and the light side's phenomenal, or are we expecting an after credit scene for Ray will return in Star Wars Episode Ten? The Force buckets. I honestly don't know. I I I, I want to see how I feel after seeing this next movie. Steve, um, but right now, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Me to say. Um, it's hard for you to say now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I would love to see if they did something new, if like they did some, if they had some new stories come out. Um, but like, I would also like, I would also be content if like nothing happened at the same time. I, I just have to see how I feel after seeing this next movie. I don't think it's anything that's prolonging the norm. They're doing fine. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be anything radical. Correct. I'm just saying in general, do we want to see it go back to stories in between the series that we don't see, or do you want to see it keep going forward? I assume that they're going to have to flip-flop back and forth. They're going to get a couple series going on Disney Plus in between with the stuff, with where one goes to one, one goes to another. But as far as the movies go... Um, do you think they'll come out with movies after that? Yes, I do. 
Because, because realistically, well, you're going to make millions of dollars as it is. And then you're going to put, like, hey, we're not releasing this on Disney+, Plus, but we're going to release this in the theaters for the next three months. Go see it. You know, like, it's going to, it's still going to be, not that it's filler, but that it's, there's still going to be expanded storylines no matter what. And telling a, cin- a cinematic picture over the course of two hours or whatever it's going to be, you know, however long they want to make it, is probably going to be enthralling enough, especially when you're coming on a 30-hour, or the 30-hour, 30 30-minute 30 short episodes. Like, hey, go see this shit. Like, they're going to go see it. What about you, Steve? What What are you thinking here? Do you want to see them the next thing they do? Do you think they should come out with another movie, another trilogy, or do you think they should keep coming out with things like Solo and Rogue One? I actually think they're, or I hope too that they're going to do both. Um, you know, I think they're going to do their own kind of storyline that's not the Skywalker or the one through nine that we know. Um, as well as going back and doing what we said before of doing like Tales from the Jabba's Palace stuff or um, uh, the Clone Wars movies, uh, making those kind of things. Um, so I feel like they're, they are going to do, do both. And this is Disney we're talking about here. And, 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 and Star Wars is a cash cow for them. They're going to milk it. They're going to sure. Eric? What I was going to say was, is that um, if, if you look at comparisons of longest running movies, like as far as like, not movies themselves, but like a series or whatever, if Bond can have over 25 movies, there's no reason why Star Wars can't surpass that by, you know, twice that amount. Because you have such a bigger world with so many different more characters than just, well, this last agent died, we need another 007 we're just going to replace them with somebody else, which is what they've been doing through the years. Also known as James Bond. J- James Bond. It's James a code Bond. name, in you know, my opinion. Yeah, you know, I, I really think that they can continue the. You can, you can you can go very you can go forever with this if you really want to. It's just how much material are you going to make? How long can you keep it interesting? You know, what I mean, what what is it about? I mean, there's, there's going to be back and forth battles, of course, and then you're going to have to dive into smaller episodes of of more intricate, you know, like somebody's live doing this, that, whatever. You know what I mean? It can't just be broad-spectrum movies for the rest of it. Do you think a series, a three-blimmer, a three-movie trilogy will be successful with and, and get good reviews that's my success is successful i don't mean all make three all three without without and i don't mean like successful as in make money because it's gonna make money like we're, we're stupid um uh, i mean i mean i mean like reviews i mean we're like reviews successful reviews. i mean reviews like and it's an actually good film without a skywalker in it i think it would because i think we're reaching a point of franchise fatigue in a lot of things, and it, everyone as a whole is is gripping for something new to jump onto. The whole Marvel bandwagon started because initially there was a small group of core comic fans that wanted something different, but the majority of people who watch, like, say, the Marvel movies, who want a series, something that they can follow, want something they haven't seen before without a knowledge of the fucking, you know, the product. And with everyone knowing the Skywalker malarkey, I think if you did another one in the Star Wars universe where 90% of the people say you base it on some Legends material, but a good 90% of the general population isn't walking in there expecting something to happen and they just want to be entertained, I think if you did the movies well with a good plot, good director, good visuals, as Disney has shown that they can usually do, last movie excluding, um, and Rogue One. I actually liked Rogue One, but 
Topic for another day. I was fifty. I was. I was not a huge fan of Rogue One in, in the long run of it all. I, I watched was, it expecting nothing. And okay, well it. that. I expect nothing out of everything because I'm such a goddamn pessimist. I expect everything to suck, and I'm pleasantly su- true. If you ever meet this fan, I, I'm pleasantly oh, surprised God. when something doesn't suck. Like one of the great short tangent here. One of the greatest <sighs> movie experiences of my life was seeing Mad Max Fury Road. I expected that movie to suck. I went into the movie theater getting ready to make fun of it. No, I, I really thought it was going to suck. I'm like, no Mel Gibson? What the fuck? And then I Tom walked Hardy. out of there screaming, witness me doing burnouts in my car leaving the Giant parking lot. Well, that's my thing. For me with Rogue One, and I'll get to that. That's a whole rotation. I talked about it before. I was, I, I gave it like a five, which is right in the middle of the pack. I, like to me, it held no weight, and I don't understand why the movie was made. But that'll be for another. It was talk. made for money, but yeah, what but it did do well, and what was I, Donnie fucking Yen, and that was about it to me. Well, no, it, it told a succinct, good story. I mean, it was a story. Did the story need to be told in the grand scheme of the Star Wars universe? No, but we'll. we'll, we'll but did it tell a story that was entertaining to watch from beginning to end? Yes, not to me. That's what I was saying before about the amount of material that is available. You can go in any direction you want to go, and it doesn't. Disney doesn't need to. Disney's not like. Disney's oh, not. Shit, we need to release. Need Disney's to- not worried about our entertainment. They're worried about how much money they can make. But the thing is, they're going to make money no matter what. No matter what they do, they're going to make money. I mean, whether you have a small child, whether you're an adult, they're you're, they're going to make money. And not to mention, Disney Disney makes enough money off their parks. Alone. Steve, Steve just went beer run, be right back, and just ran off the handle of the guy. Um, and I get that, and I agree wholeheartedly. And that, like I said, that's just backing back into like for for me, Rogue One was. I don't know. I have a different perception on what movies need to be and where they need to be, and that's why I'll, I'll never tell you why you shouldn't like a movie. And everyone ever does that, and that's always my key line. If anyone ever tells you why you shouldn't like something, they're not really a fan. I'll tell you why I don't oh. like something. And that's it. I'll tell you why I don't enjoy something. Your opinion is absolutely your opinion, and I will never hold that against you. If you absolutely loved Rogue One, phenomenal. You liked Ragnarok. It doesn't change my opinion of you. It just you shut the hell up. Um, uh, but that that that's just a whole other like theory in this world. But that's just as a person, and that's where I think people need to go in this world. And is uh, so where you may like Rogue One. I was. I will never watch it again. I'll have never have a reason to, except for the forces. I am one with the force. The force is one with me. I and watched it the other day while getting paid at work. So that's it. Like that's pretty much Donnie Yen. I, I, I love Donnie Yen as an actor, and that's the only reason why I, I like it. I, I'm waiting on it, it Man Four. Okay, when that comes out, I'm gonna have that like playing on the wall because It Man or fucking Donnie Yen versus Scott Atkins is gonna be fucking amazing. Um, what? Question. Answer. So- Go ahead and shoot the questions at me. Fuck, I like questions. Okay, so, okay, we go through this entire season, right? This is the Mandalorian, right? Everything's just going to go forever, forever. There's, that's that's what it looks like so far. So say at the end of this series, say we get to, what's this, there's going to be eight episodes? It's eight, it's eight, eight, it's eight, it's eight episodes. Eight, eight, yeah. eight episodes, okay, we get eight episodes. And Mando is dead. Where do you, <laughs> I love this Glorious podcast sound, so fucking it's much. Fantastic. Mando is dead. Okay. Where do you Cheers. Go, where do you go from there? I mean, do you, now. Do you keep the Mandalorian going? Do you keep the Mandalorian going? Is it getting excited? <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> is Yoda the next Mandalorian? <laughs> well, here's the thing. If, if I can get a little baby Yoda in Mandalorian army, I would pay all yeah, the money for that. The reason I say this is because, you know, he's putting so much effort into something that Mandalorians would not put effort into. No. You know, so, you know, what, what, what would you do? Hobbs, what do you think? I mean, I think that it could, it could go either way, but... It, it, it's not Mandalorian-like to do what he's doing. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think they're going to kill him off. I think that would be, I think that would be kind of redundant. In my, um, but uh, I think, like, eventually he's either he's either going to, either he's going to get the, the kid to where the, to wherever or whoever he's going to hand him off to, and then go about his business. And then maybe they'll they'll show more of him, or they'll talk about another Mandalorian. I mean, the show is just called The Mandalorian, not this specific Mandalorian. And and we've already seen that there's a large number of them that we could follow multiple stories. Exactly. With. And I think that'd be entertaining. I I think that would be entertaining too. I agree with you on that. I, I, w- I would like a Star Wars universe that they're slowly starting to build where we get new stories outside of what we have been getting for the last, you know, 40 years of Star Wars. A different take in, you know, honestly, Star Wars, as much as I enjoy it, can sometimes be very campy. And they Super don't. Campy. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be generous here because I like it. It's like it's like pissing on your dog sometimes. You love it so much, oh, but it's stupid. God. But. Why? Coming from a man who just lost Why? his dog, that's, it's hard words to say. So. I talk about it like my relationship with, Dis- with Destiny. What? So my my words. Uh, I was saying Disney sometimes it's like, it's so campy you love it, but sometimes you get pissed on something you love. Yeah, all dogs go to heaven. Um, <laughs> all right. My dog is leading. Where were we? Did you have any, like, what, what, any thoughts? Anything you want to bring into this, Chetto? Well, looking at it, like, you know, what, what you were just saying, Art, like, and what Hobbs just alluded to as, as well, like, you know, the Mandalorian isn't talking about one specific Mandalorian, like, for this, but maybe for this season, but then, you know, same thing, like, you know, he's protecting this kid, because, you know, he doesn't know what to do with him, he just knows that there are people who want to do something with him that's not good. After that, where do you go? Well, just gonna be like, you know, okay, like you're, you're my pal now. We're gonna do like a buddy kind of, which would be awesome. Which would be awesome. Don't which would be yeah. sidekick of Yoda be fantastic. Well, a, a buddy what if, cop video, like buddy cop series with the Mandalorian. What if what, what if we went backwards and we start from the beginning there and we go back to the beginning of the season and we go back to heavy artillery as they, if you have captions on, that's their fucking name. It's heavy artillery. The guy that he fought at the beginning. Yeah. And we go into his story. Because obviously he's had... That man has seen some shit. Yes. So he's seen the extermination of their... Like the the, 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 the extermination of their race. He's seen it all. And he seems to be... He's the one that's in charge of keeping everyone together. Why don't we go back to like... And we still call the Mandalorian. We just pick back up way before that. And then right. you get to see him, his little argument. And then we, we actually redo the episode of his argument. And then he's the one that tells him to go out and help from their friend. POV. Yeah, from his POV. Mm. And then, like, right after that, where he goes, we got to move the covert. Or we got to move the covert. You can't, you can't yeah. see a point of view. 
I, I, well, could. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I could. That's a porn term. WDD. What, what are you doing? Uh, point of view. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What am I not doing? Exactly. But so I digress. Your entire life. Uh, so <laughs> any woman you know. Uh, so, but like we go back to his point of view, and like right after he had to leave, right? Right after he left, he's like, you have to move the entire covert. And he's like, this is the way. This is the way. Get out. And he goes. And he salutes with it. The, the fucking, like, the most war machine salute I've ever seen yeah. from Iron Man, dude. Bang! Bam! All right. Yeah. And he's gone. He what do they do? What do they do right after that? But then also, too, like, when you think about it, when he comes back and he has... What, what's the one thing that he... Like, when they were duking it out there, I think it was, like, the second... Whatever, second episode, second, or second, yeah, second or third episode. When he when he brought him back, when he brought Baby Yoda back to Mando, give us the baby, and it was pretty much he was dealing with the remnants of the Empire. And he's like, how can you like? You're you know, you're, you're you're at dinner with you're at the the people that exterminated our races, exterminated our people. Well, you're at the same lunch table with these people, right? Like go back, oh, and, was, yes. yeah. Was what he said? He said he said this guy is sitting at the lunch table. The forger. Here's the thing. We're talking about the the men of she the Mandalorian. We've seen we've seen the men of this people, right? We've seen we've seen what would be what would everyone believe so is as Django and Boba and Mando and heavy artillery. Why not the Forger story? How did she become this amazing Forger that's doing all this armor? I feel like you'd have to wrap that in the same. Same, like, okay, it would have to with be, heavy artillery, you could do the same thing, right? It'd have to be the yeah. same thing. I don't want to be like, you know, it would be the Mandalorian, blah, blah, blah. it would just be the, the Mandalorian season two, not about this particular Mandalorian, it would be about the colony the and their survival and yes, how they've I moved totally exactly. I think that would be pretty neat, like, yeah. that'd be a pretty neat uh, scenario. Mm-hmm. And this has been like a half how hour of really just how crafting all the crazy armor that she does and how she she's gifting people, she's, she's gifting people their armor. Yeah. Not, people, people like here. Uh, I'm going to give you so much. You know what, what they call? It? I'm sorry. Beskar. Beskar. Here, this is all this Beskar. She's like, holy shit. Beskar's right there on the screen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, here's all this Beskar. I want armor. Like, she doesn't. Say, I need like thirty credits. She doesn't yeah. say, hey, what do you want? This, that, whatever. She's just like, okay, I'll do it. And then, like he said, give give some to the younglings or whatever. I, I want to pay it forward. She's I will just doing it. I will say that about Steve. What do you think about what do you think about her? Honestly, because the way I look at her, she's not just a forger. She's not. No, I guess forger could actually be taken in two different ways. Because mm-hmm. a forger of destiny, a forger of of fate. She's not a blacksmith. She's not just a forger. She's a lore master. Like, do you think she holds besides just a forger a higher role in that society? She, in in my opinion, I asked. Oh, oh sorry. I like raising my hand. I was like, yeah, no, I like that because I pay attention. No, that's actually good because I can pay attention and I can actually keep everything in order. Uh, so if you pop your head up there. Steve, what do you think here? Like, like, do you think we should get more, like, background on the people? Because like I said, the Forger seems more like a lore master than just and like a more shaper. She's more of a shaper of men than she is just of metal and of yeah. your opinions of who you are as a person. And I believe that man is either drinking his beer or... Didn't he go on a beer run? No, nah, he's already back. Oh. <laughs> you heard him pop the beer. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Olheimer, you had yeah, a thought on that? I'll go. And the first time I saw her, I I didn't just get the blacksmith oh, vibe that, from it. That helmet. 
No. Gold. Oh, yeah, the helmet was cool. But what I got from her personality and the way she interacted with Mando was that not only was she the one who forges the armor for the Mandalorians, she was more of their their spiritual heart of the entire group. She was the one maybe not in charge, but she was, you know, almost the mother of the group without being the mother. The den mother. And, yes, and a the, den mother. Yeah, nice, the nice thing about that is when... when what did you call it? Heavy artillery? Is that what you call it? Yeah, that's what the name was. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you called War Machine yeah. if you want. It was heavy artillery. His name in the in the subtitles and the captions because I was watching it. Which work. was pretty damn cool because he basically pulled out a BAR and just fucking just yeah. Mowed it people. was it was heavy fantastic. It was heavy artillery. So okay, so heavy artillery. Okay, and and Mando are going at it, and she just stood there and watched them, which was the nice part about it because. It wasn't like, hey, 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 stop what you're doing. She's like, all right, let damn me tell, kids. Let me see how this is gonna play out, and then she want she was gonna say what she's wanted to say anyways, and see if they were listening, and they immediately stopped what they were doing. The, there was a great amount her. of respect on whatever yes. she says. Totally agree. And yeah. she, also, she's fucking made of gold. It looks like her her or helmet is something other than that. So yeah. like, there is something Space very special gold. about her. Whether or not she is, she's obviously the forger. So like, everybody wants great armor. So they were gonna, you know, look look what he's done already in a short amount of time. He, you know, everybody he's gaining a ton of attention just in the look because the armor he got is just a lot different. You, you know, his armor is a lot different than everybody else's. It's yeah. a lot cleaner because he's been up there a lot longer though. Yeah. Like Hobbs, you can even attest to this. You're a big Destiny fan, so you know armor and things that change and people have ranks. Like her helmet, it, it wasn't compared to everyone else's. It wasn't tactical. It wasn't made right. for combat. It was made to be, I'm in a position of X. I know where I'm at. No, no, of X. That's what I'm saying. X of respect. People choose me. I'm going to make my armor. I'm going to make my helmet. Because she makes the helmets, obviously. Uh, to do what I needed to do. Because I'm not the person that's going out there to fight. Right. It very much reminded me of a wolf pack. It was almost. It almost looked like the freaking like Skyrim Wolfpack helmet. Like I was like it had the yeah. weird downward part on it. Yeah, the, the, but like in the in their mannerisms, in the way that they in the way that it was like they fought, and then all of a sudden she was like, hey, hey, you know, this is the way, and then they just stopped, and it was like, okay, yeah, this is the way, you know, which it, 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 which was I thought was awesome. I can't believe Eddie's watching. Um, I enjoy you know tri- uh, tribal uh you know tribal stories and whatnot. This but, brings up. Uh, Go ahead. But, um, no, like I said, it's just very, very reminiscent of, of Wolfpack. I was going to say, and correct me if I'm, if I'm a little off on my little thought here, but could you believe that it was her who actually sent, that convinced the rest of the people to go out and help him? Yeah. Because she seems like the person that would do that. Mm. I, I could yeah. see that, I especially see if, that, she, yeah. if she heard the circumstances of it, where she could turn the table of the room saying, you're saying he's not a true Mandalorian, but he's going against their code for our code to rescue this child like we rescued him. I could see her turning a room of those guys. But then also, too, like, there's so many or there's so little of us left. We have to protect, protect who we can. Right. Here's the thing. That's why I love drinking at this point in this podcast, because in like an person? hour and 42 minutes in, like, we, we, we'd moved off the Mandalorian and thoughts have rambled all the way back to it into theory crafting for what we're doing and for what we were already talked about an hour ago <laughs> yeah it's i'm really just fun. rambling in general i'm <laughs> so fucking drunk i don't care I, I, you're not that drunk you're not that drunk as i think you are um, see i'm so i messed up because i didn't even get that right um I'm shamed 
it's the beer fest trunk chant we're not that drunk we're not not that that drunk drunk. but um but um and yeah obviously twitch and they'll never sponsor me because of that but uh it's i don't know it it seems like it's going to be much of a very tribal uh organization at that area and i I respect that we i think why why mandalorian honestly touches our hearts is because that's the kind of don't do that it picks up everything uh, but I think that that's kind of a lot of uh, what we all want in this world. You want to think about like that tribe, that tribe that's going to be there for you when you absolutely need it. Now, and I'll, I'll bring it back to Bullheimer. And uh, this one, you were talking about your dog passing away. And um, if I remember correctly, the people sitting in this room outside Chris and Kayla, who are in this house currently, are the ones that showed up the night of. Yeah. Pretty much. And that's the kind of respect and the adoration that a person understands. Mm-hmm. And that's what you kind of need. And I think that's where, like, he was in his dire need, and then his family showed up at that point to help him out. And, like, that was the big feel-good moment for me out of this whole story. Yeah, we can talk about Baby Yoda and how adorable that thing is. And that keeps, like, a lot of the younger fan base and a lot of, and sad, sounds sad, a lot of the female fan base involved. But, like, a lot of people, as we get older... We do lose a lot of friends. So to see that kind of family and that camaraderie, that's what I think that that really drew, that really drew me in at the end. I'm like, I'm like how's he going to fight? Here's the thing. I didn't see that coming. And I'm a very good person at like seeing like a very uh, perception. I'm like, this guy's going to show how badass he is at this yeah. moment, and that's how he's going to fight out. He's got the sniper going. And, and, and he didn't. And you know what? His family... It gives a good message of basically, you know, you can screw up with your friends, in his case, his his clan, but as long as you are still yourself and a good person, they'll still back you up even when you screw up, which is a good message. And I think that's one of the reasons that episode resonates so well with a lot of people. It's like, you can do some dumb shit and fuck up, basically, but as long as your heart's in the right place and you realize you made a mistake... And you try to correct it, the people well, who actually matter will come back and help you. Yeah, I would, uh, like, I would, I would say that is is correct in probably about ninety percent, ninety percent of the time, ninety percent of the cases. Yeah. All right, Steve, what are your thoughts? I want, I want to hear something out of you. I want to hear a, a non-Bruce question, Steve. Original thought on all this because you took notes on every episode. Blast me. You were, you were um, clicking two seconds ago. So go on. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought it was great. Like you guys said, there's so many tie-ins with um, super fans, you know, things like the ice cream maker. I don't know if we even talked about that, but in um, Chapter 3, um, uh, is held in an ice cream maker, basically, that the guy ran in um, from, uh, let's see, Episode 5 uh, in Bespin. But anyways, there's some, some like super nerdy things that are tied in that the normal fan wouldn't necessarily get that I really love. Um, but after watching it, you know, like I'm one of those people that watch the episode and then I'll watch it like three or four times in the next couple of days, like tear it apart and critique it, I guess. Um, and there's a little you know, editing things here and there that, that, that I like to catch. Um, but overall, I think it, it, it fits in absolutely perfectly in the timeline. Great move. They're a great series so far. I can't wait for more of them. All right, now let's talk about like Star Wars as a whole. Do you have any questions? Because I know a lot of people. We like this is my opportunity to like talk to people. 
Like, do you have any like specific questions you'd like to pose to us? Orion? Oh, like, like any Star Wars questions, like we've been talking about, like I come up with a question, like, what are we doing for the next year? What are they going to do next? That kind of thing. Like any like crazy, like things you thought, crazy fan theories that you've ran into that you would like to ask us. Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think about, about uh, by the way, the, the big rhino, rhinoceros uh, looking thing is called a mud horn. Um, mud mud horn. God here. damn it. All right. Muddy bastard. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Is, um, name, but terrible creature. Go, go ahead, Steve. The, 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 it got me where you know he shot it a couple times in the cave, and then he hit it with the flamethrower. Um, and, and then what ended up, you know, was a six inch in the neck. So like that was. That be. Unfortunately, you're coming in right now as one of the peanuts character. I will say things, Steve. You're coming in and out, but the question I know you're you're posing right now is the same thing that Kayla laying on the couch next to me while we watched that scene went. She's like, "Oh God, he's not gonna be able to do it." Oh, that killed it. But wait, what? I'm like, wait, hold on, time out. Unless he knew the exact spot to hit his jugular. Because that's why he left the knife in for as long as he did. Shoot him in his mouth. Like, it, it didn't seem like that little six-inch blade that he pulled out of nowhere should have taken that thing out. So unless he knew that that was that very, like, mm. but, well, okay, it should have taken it out, but it wouldn't have been as quickly as it did. All right, go ahead, Eric. I mean... Either way, this is a crazy wild beast. I don't think he's ever encountered one in the first place. And not to mention, um, he got his ass saved anyways by Baby Yoda. So it's kind of like, you know, he was he was most certainly dead. And he got lucky from... I feel like I feel bad calling it Baby Yoda. Because it's not Baby Yoda. You want to call him Kevin? Because we'll call him Kevin. <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like I feel like I feel like a uh, little Yoda or a little. Is this coming from uh, the small Kevin that you know? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I no, feel, it was I feel it was a meme. It's like someone said this. It's like, certainly not anything having to do with Yoda. It's not Yoda's child. It's not this whatever. It just happens to be a. Recreation. We do, It's easier than saying it baby goes. whatever the fuck species Yoda is. Call it a Yodeling. I can't do that. <laughs> My microphone damn near picked it up, though. It was great. I, I still am under but, the train, and we call it Mogwai Mark II. So, all right, but um, there you go. But yes, it, it, it was luck. Yes, it was I think it was a lot of luck. It was a hundred percent luck He's for that stab. Yeah. Like, like, here's the thing that killed More. me. You can tell he is not as trained as everyone thinks he is in those kinds of scenarios, because he saw it get picked up. The first thought should have been. As a fighter, I gotta go. As a warrior, was it got picked up? Was going, it's in a vulnerable Here's spot. I should get up and Here's do something chance. about this. Yeah. Not let me look at the kid to hope to God it gets put down, and then watch him fall down, and then get that I'm lucky shot. Yeah. No, it should have been like, oh my God, it's up there. He's doing that. I'll kill it now. But I mean, like, and it would have been like, right. my, mine would have been like, holy crap, that's cool. Stab. Thanks for that assist, kid. We'll talk about this later. Like, let me figure this crap out after I'm done, yeah. after this thing's dead, you know? I'll buy you a beer at the bar when we're done. Yeah, like, well, we're going to talk about when this. I'll, I'll get you some, years old, I'll get you some milk? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Hobbs, what about you? Uh, 
I'm okay. sorry. I'm, I'm also playing, like I said, I'm, I'm playing Jedi while we talk. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most Star Wars thing I've ever heard. I'm so glad I'm not on standby. I absolutely love this game. I just got the double-bladed lightsaber. <laughs> that's the most Star Wars thing I've ever heard. Um, for you, that's what you can hear. I can hear But it, the concept was... The concept was, like, did it make any sense, like, that he got lucky with a six-inch knife to the throat after hitting with a flamethrower that didn't do shit? Uh, man, to the Mudhorn. To the Mudhorn? Like, yeah, like, that was, that was definitely a bunch of luck. Like, a whole lot of luck. Because I'm like, I, I wouldn't have hoped to have been able to, do, to, been able to have even gotten that lucky. I, I could have gotten that lucky, but no. No way in a million years. But. Alright. Touchy subject. <laughs> Touchy subject. Can, can I get lucky? I don't know. Alright. So, I think. Any last thoughts for the evening? My final thought is, if this is the direction that Disney's going to go in handling the Star Wars series, at least in episodic format i'm very very comfortable with it they've delivered a good product that keeps people entertained and obviously we're talking about it we've got casual fans like myself and eric and diehards like the rest of you guys chatting back and forth and trying to figure out what the hell's going on I call myself less than casual but that's very fine thank you for the compliment i appreciate <laughs> anyway Be yeah, thank you. best thing to happen to star wars since <laughs> ever um i wouldn't say ever um, there's been a few video games that I think were more fun than this, but childlike <laughs> looking back on, but they're probably shit now when you go back and play your heroes. Jedi but Starfighter was so good. Squadron, amazing. You play it now, it's just, oh God. Last um, Jedi is what he's playing now, so he's excited. Um, but, uh, Shadow, anything you want to add in there? Turn the... Basically just almost the same thing, like, this is the most positive that everybody's talked about star wars in the past two three years especially after last jedi came out which pretty much split the fan base essentially and then of course people are excited you know you got a, a new show that's like oh it's about a mandalorian you know it looks gritty it looks i love boba fett even though he had horrible screen time yeah but it, but also like you know it, it's out and then of course like you have fans are going to be like, I was excited, of course, but then you had some fans are like, you know what? They fucked it up before. Let's see how it goes from here. And it's just more positive than anything. Like, you know, when you look at Baby Yoda, especially, that's something that people would be like, you know, and, and, and maybe some people do like, you know, cash grab, you know, like, oh, we can sell toys on this. But it's resonated with so many people to the point where you kind of like look past that because it's. Oh, 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 example. Go ahead. Porgs from the Last Jedi. What, what, what was the reason for them to be there? Cash grab. Merchandising. Merch merchandising. I'll actually, I'll actually attack you with that one. It actually, works out because you think about Groot. Because the comp, the 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 the, the, the actual uh, comparison that are being done is Groot versus Baby Yoda, and actually, it's how were they handled? 
Baby Groot was put in there to be a dancing idiot every 20 seconds. Yeah. At the end of a movie. Oh, beginning of a movie. Uh, like uh, well, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Volume 2, yeah. I'm not even talking about like the Twig one. The Twig one was entertaining. I'll take that. So at the end of the film, fantastic. Great. You put him in there, fantastic. But Baby Groot, like, throughout the entire Guardians of the Galaxy 2, that was cash grab. Yeah. That was cash My favorite thing that I've seen, the p- favorite piece of merchandise I've ever seen was a cutting board made out of wood that said, I was Groot. Nice. That's and awesome. I damn near died laughing. That is awesome. I, f- I know people who make it. It's awesome. I, I but, have a quick point on but, that. Hold on, but it's how they're handled. And Baby Yoda so far is being handled as a, I'm going to put you in here. Not, a, I'm going to put you. I'm make you main of the uh, part of the main storyline. Story. I'm going to make you part of the main story. Right. You are necessary. You're going to be the emotional fulcrum mm-hmm. of this story. Versus, uh, you're only in here for two seconds. Yeah. And you're only here to dance or make a funny thing. Right. But no, you're going to be in the thick of everything. You're quintessential to the story, and you look at... Look at us using big words. Exactly. No shit. I can't believe I did that. But then you look at him with, you know, uh, Mando, because... Mando has no personality. Right. And he's kind of like... The same thing. You go back to, you know, the Western. Here's this hard ass. Then all of a sudden, he's in charge of this child or some kind of, you know, whatever like that. And then it changes his demeanor in a way. You ever seen the plant, man? So, so, it's it, it's to me brought Star Wars back in a positive light in the minds of most fans. Where the Last Jedi split the fan base essentially. This is almost like, okay, now you're going back in the right direction. Eric, okay. Here's my total, oh shit my total apprentice view, which people might not like or might like. I'm not sure. His youngling. My youngling view, which is completely fine. I'm not worried about it. I would like to remind everybody that this is not Star Wars on a Lucas platform. This is Star Wars now on the Disney platform. And that I really don't think that anybody should be too worried about what's coming up. Because they're going to keep things interesting. They're going to keep things moving. They need... They don't... Here. It's not, it's not they don't, they don't need money. This is the most profitable company probably close on the face of the planet. So... They have so many more outlets. Okay, what just came out two weeks ago? Frozen 2. You're talking about a... a this is... Disney... Disney... Okay, Disney has how many different characters or how many different different genres, different movies, all this is. I mean, and obviously, I, Star I, Wars is a moneymaker. They're going to need, need, need to keep people interested in order to keep things moving. But I really don't think people need to worry about too much because... You're kind of at the point now where it's not they have newbies at the helm. You have people that want to keep things interesting, want to keep the story moving along. And then for the money making portion of it all, you're as my, as Kyle would always. Put the money's it, gonna come. No, no as Kyle's going, we're pot committed at this point. Everybody, like is. we're we're, we're is. going to go one way or the other. Even if, you if saw I Frozen one, you're gonna see Frozen two. You might not see it in theaters, but you're probably gonna buy the movie for. But your like Star Wars, I've seen them all like in theaters, except for obviously the one before I was born. But like I'm now pot committed on this third set. That's why I asked you if you bought tickets, Chetto. I got Endgame. You could have fucking hooked me up with this one. It, but it, keep... It's kind of hard to order tickets when you're thirty two thousand feet in the air. <laughs> I hear excuses. It's not a good excuse. But speaking of tickets, Shadow. Oh, no, no, no. Don't worry about that later. Uh, Eric? Anyways, uh, so what I was going to say was is that 
even though I'm not as big as a fan as most people are, um, what I'd like to say is that I, I've been obviously a Disney fan since I was a young child. Everybody has been. It's they've been around forever, um, and much much longer than we've been around. You know, in this technological era, I think they're going to keep it interesting. There's going to make a way to appeal to everybody, no matter what. Whether they're going to be another another short miniseries, whether there's going to be another movie series, whatever it's going to be. I mean. You can have, literally, you can have two trilogies of movies going on at the same time, at the same time as you have three or four different miniseries going on now on Disney+. Plus. It can go absolutely haywire. I don't want to see that, though. I would like to see it be simplified. Keep you, it slow. You, the, the story has to develop in its own way. Don't explode the entire universe on everybody. You don't want Marvel burnout. Because that's what's about to happen with Marvel. Marvel's already burnt out. Well, so we're if, finally if you we're burnt out before, you're definitely gonna be burnt out. End game is finally, there's twelve fucking movies coming out. After end game's done, we're happy. But like the dip the, the their spacing is better. Their spacing for Marvel is they, better. It was it was spaced out, I agree. But now No, now it is. Now Marvel's spacing it was is better getting a now. Bit ridiculous. Before it was now before it was easier. Yeah, I don't know about now it is. I, I checked I checked that. their thing before because I remember I was going how every other movies? wait, how many movies are supposed to come out in twenty twenty? Twelve fucking movies. Right? No, it wasn't twenty twenty, it was twenty twenty one, it was heading something. No, too. no, 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 no. Twenty twenty has like nine. No, no and series. Uh, no, twenty twenty has series as well. That's yeah, what you're thinking yeah, of. Black Widow. They, they they added a whole bunch of series. Twenty twenty yeah, either only, way. Twenty only has Black Widow. Right now, that 2020 they, only has Black Widow. The they beginning. adjusted their series output. I think so. I, now they're that different from what the press conference was when they initially released. Yeah, because they all, you, if you didn't look at it all, it was there's 2020 has a whole bunch of has like maybe five movies coming out okay. with a whole bunch of series like Wanda and Wanda and Vision. Which I still don't know how the fuck those are that's small, working. Those are small spin-offs. That's Disney. That's Disney the Plus. Disney stuff. Plus. Series. Oh, see, I, I didn't know that. Wanda I Vision, thought it was actual no, like, film. A like, bunch movies, of them are movies. Disney Plus. Oh, okay. See, I okay. Yeah, I was trust me. No, because when I understood that, because obviously I'm not. Huge in the whole game, but like I thought they were releasing 12 fucking movies this year, no, 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 no. which is insane. All right, so well, I'm, are you going to the bathroom? Yes, outstanding. It's gotta um, pay. Hurry up, gotta pay. All right, so that's fantastic. Yeah, I don't want burnout as well because uh, Marvel, I got it's burnt. All, Marvel, I got burnt out it's pretty bad. hard, and, and that's the last thing you want to get burned out on because there's so much available to you. You know what I mean? I, I, I think there is a lot. All right. Uh, Hobbs, you got any last uh, last lingering thoughts on Star Wars and what's going on as you play The Last Jedi? I mean, well, I'm definitely not playing The Last Jedi. Oh, my God. If they made a game about that, <laughs> it would be such a weak game. Uh, this is the, uh, the, lost, the Lost Order, I guess it's called. It's <laughs> the Old Republic? The, the Fallen Order. Fall, Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen oh. Order. My bad, my bad. The uh, fall, uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, the Fallen Jedi, something like that. Uh, I haven't played it yet. Can't get up. Dark, Dark Souls. Up. Dark Souls of fucking. Dark Souls of fucking Dark, Jedi. <laughs> the Fallen Jedi. Um, that was it. Don't return to Um, I mean, not really. I mean, I, I, I've had a very great time talking with everybody about this um, and sharing my thoughts. Um, like, like I said, I, I definitely... We can tell because you turned to a video game. <laughs> yep. This is right. I gotta well, go I somewhere to, and do something. Do some things. I was like, now I want to... I'm like, we're talking Star Wars. Now I want to fucking play Star Wars. Trust me. After Rise of the Star, after Rise of the Skywalker, you'll actually be at my house. You got. I'll let you know weeks in advance. Your ass needs to be over here, sit on the couch, and talk. Uh, of Steve. Sit, sit down. Welcome. All right. 
so last lingering thought, Steve. It's fallen order. That's that. That's what I said, Joe. Thank, thanks, brother. That's my brother-in-law. Hi, Bruce's brother-in-law. What's up, Joe? DJ for the for for the New Year's party. But go ahead, Steve. What, what lingering thoughts on everything that we're doing? What you got? Um, <laughs> I love everybody coming together for um the Mandalorian. Um, the whole Star Wars fan base has really gotten exciting to be a part of again. Um, you know, some was hatred. Hatred came out with uh, seven and eight, and like you guys said, it kind of split the fan base. Um, so it's really cool to see everybody um, happy about something again and talking about it in such a positive light. Uh, makes me love Star Wars again, where I, I kind of uh, hated the um, the arguments of, of Episode Eight. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for uh, what Disney has to has to, to to come with all this. Awesome. All right. So uh, at two hours, I'll go ahead and uh, call this for the evening. Um, I think it was a fantastic talk. I enjoyed it. Uh, lots of rambling uh, for the last hour. And that, I think that's, that, that's what makes this very fun is uh, where we have a very structured beginning and then just BS. If you're still sticking around to listen to this later, once again, I'll have this up tonight, tomorrow morning around noon, at 12, about 1230. We'll have our D&D game. Please come follow us and watch us. Let us know what you think. If you do, if you donate or subscribe, you get to make a rule based on the, what the DM believes. If it's okay. Um, Hobbs. At this point, go ahead and plug your D and uh, plug your uh, Twitch stream, please. Uh, sure. Wait for a second. <laughs> Let me find it. Give me a second. I gotta switch back to, my, switch back to the computer. It's uh, Twitch.tv. It's Hobbs. Yeah, basically, hold on for a second. <laughs> it seven seven nine at uh, no at i t z h o b b s. I got the it's yeah. Um, let us you know what you're doing. Let us know your streaming schedule, man. This is this is your thing about come on two hours in. You get to tell us what the hell you do. What do you do? Well. <laughs> Oh, if you have a Twitch Prime account there, uh, Joe, you can. Go, if you have a uh, Amazon Prime, it means you have Twitch Prime. You can go ahead and click that subscribe button to help us out there. I see the uh, crown. <laughs> I meant for the people that are listening. Twitch.tv slash I-T-Z-H-O-B-B-E-S. It's Hobbs. That he plays. Uh, he plays Borderlands. He plays a lot of Destiny. I play all sorts of games. Uh, Borderlands, Destiny. I'm going to be starting uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 soon. Mm, uh, Red Dead Redemption Jester 2. I'm going to be getting on that good old Halo Reach. We we're going to play some uh, Old Republic at some point. Yeah, we're going to be doing Old Republic. Um, I'm going to be doing Monster Hunter. Getting back into Monster Hunter again. Uh, so, and there will be lots more to come. All right. So, St- stop by, hit the hot button on my channel too. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, what about you, man? Tell tell everyone of tell everyone about fucking geek out. Tell them everybody like that. I'm wearing the shirt tonight. I fucking love this shirt. I wore it to work. It, it's one of my favorite events. It, 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 me out, man. For for you two right here, it's Country Thunder with nerds, and it is a. Um, uh, hmm, that's a hard. <laughs> after you do your spiel, I have a question for you. By the way, go on, guys. Go ahead, go ahead, Steve. Tell us about everything. 
Guys, it's the nation's only um, uh, pop culture music festival camping Comic Con. Uh, it's a mouthful to say, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's a weekend adventure of camping and music and um, all kinds of nerdum. We got video game tournaments, uh, real life Mario Kart races, board games, tabletop card games, uh, fire spinning. I mean, you name it. It's a lot of fun, and um, you know, you feel very like a family. Um, when everybody comes and, uh, you know, grilling um, hot dogs and cooking s'mores over the campfire. So it's a lot of fun. You definitely got to check out Geek Out. Geek Out in, in College Corner, Ohio at Hannon Camp America. It is one of my favorite events. And my, my wife is like, I'm going to try to make it. The baby will only be like a month. And I'm like, I love you, honey. And I accept your sacrifice. I'll see you when I get back. Dear Lord. <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. Because Convention Foam Fighting, my event, will be the, it's been there for five years. And we always go. And she understands. And she loves me because I'm... You know, we do good things out there. Okay. That's good. I, I do have a question for you. So you, you said, you know, you do a little bit of flame event. Now, if I were to bring a car, say a hearse. You're not doing this, are you? That can shoot 20-foot flames in the air. Could you really? give me a venue in which to do this in? Oh, oh fuck yes. That's what I'm talking about. It's funny you say that, too. Not only do I have a venue, but I actually have the license to do it as well. I'm a pyrotechnic. Oh, oh I forgot to mention. Steve oh, here is a, yeah. Steve so, uh, here's a licensed pyrotechnic. And bring it this year. That's not good to tell him. If I can get, uh, uh, not what, at all. What, what you don't know here, Steve, is uh, uh, Andrew here, Bullheimer, he actually more. works with me for uh, CFF. He's been helping with a lot of things that I've been doing, and I've been trying to get him to come out to a lot of different events. And as I tell my entire team, that Geek Out is the fucking event to go to if they want to come help. What is your um, what's your fire policy? I mean, how many how many fire trucks you got on staff? This guy is slightly dangerous. There will be no hydrazine in this one. It'll strictly be oxygen and propane. You think I believe right. you? <laughs> Not at all. All right. I can get fire trucks. I don't have them there on, on standby. But if, uh, yeah, if we need to be, I know people. It might be required. <laughs> all right. So that'll be it for this evening. I've been very happy. Uh, 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 Chetto, do you want to say anything? Say goodnight. Say goodnight, Chetto. Goodnight, Chetto. Awesome. Bullheimer? Goodnight, all. Eric? Goodnight, everybody. Have a good one. Hobbs, awesome. Uh, <laughs> he muted himself. That's amazing. Must have a phone call. Steve, love you. Been great, guys. And this is Bruce War Chief Hoover. It's been a fantastic time here. I'll see you guys next time. Bye bye.